was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. From the outskirts of Anchorhead and on the shores of the Great Chat Flats, you're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the bright center in the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Nancy. Hi! On today's episode, we're breaking down all our reactions to The Last Jedi, so sit back, grab some power converters, and enjoy the show. And we are joined by three guests today. We have Bria. Oh, hi. Sorry, I got distracted <laughs> by Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> this is going really well. Uh, Jay. Hello. And Heath. Hi. I apologize in advance for my very scratchy voice. That's also a guest on the podcast today. <laughs> Special guest. Scratchy, scratchy voice. Scratchy voice. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, before we go too much further, Tashi Station Radio is brought to you in part by you, our awesome Patreon subscribers. Click the link on Tashi-Station.net or head to Patreon.com slash Tashi Station Network to... Uh, Help support the show and keep the lights on here. And yes, we will be staying at Patreon since they rolled back their stupid uh, fee changes. Hooray! That's nice. Thank you for not screwing us over, Patreon. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay, Nancy. We don't have anything else to talk about. Nope. We've only... We're just gonna... What else would we talk about? We're just gonna jump into one thing. Yep. Because the geeky things we've all been up to is just... (laughs) Seeing The Last Jedi. Seeing The Last Jedi. And, well, anything else that Nancy and I have will be saved for the mouse droid, which is recording tomorrow. Um, I mean, I got to yell at Jay for being a resistant spy, so I feel like that should count. Just a day that ends in Y. (laughs) As a First Order General, I got to yell at him in public. It was great. It was technically still part of The Last Jedi, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I just really wanted to point out that I got to call you out for being a resistant spy in public, Jay. Just let it happen. (laughs) I mean... This is just the second time. I mean, you did that last year, too. It was fun. <laughs> a new tradition, I guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on your words, Brian. Okay, Cammy's concerns. We're just talking about The Last Jedi. Yep. The Last Jedi, we saw it several times. Uh, going around the horn, how many times has everyone seen it? Brian and I have seen it four times. Bria? Two. Three. <laughs> Tomorrow makes three. Oh, yeah, what Jay said. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Heath? I think he said three, right? Yeah, okay. I'm at three. Okay, cool. So, um, and what formats? I know Brian and I saw it um, once in 2D all the times, once in the IMAX, and then one of our regular showings was in the big theater at um, Disney Springs, which I... Th- I think it's special because it's super big theater. But um, Bria, what about you? Uh, I did opening night at the Smithsonian's IMAX in 3D. And then I went the next morning to see it in 2D. And then tomorrow night's 3D, right, Jay? Yep. IMAX? Okay, yeah. What about yeah, you, Jay? I saw it, saw it in regular 2D first and then Smithsonian 3D after that. Nice. Heath? Um, I've been just regular 2D every time. 
at the Alamo Draft House. Yep. Fancy Every single time. Pinky finger in the air. Yep. <laughs> Fancy. I never want to see a movie anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to see a movie anywhere else where I have to wait in line and like not have reserved seating. Like, yep. I can't imagine like we used to do that, like wait in line for hours and it was terrible. Crazy. Yeah. First, Crazy. I'm glad we have a theater near us. Yeah. Now. Second, I'm glad it has reserved seats. Yeah. Because screw waiting in lines to rush for a seat. Yeah. It's yeah. not fun. Nope. No one has time for that. <laughs> it was not fun opening night. Yeah. Um. So initial reactions. I think this is one movie where the impressions change a lot. So um, you can just go around and say what your initials reaction were and then afterwards like if it changed afterwards so brian you go first because you i think were probably the most positive person coming out of the last jedi the first time around yeah i, I really liked it there were a couple things that i had some reservations about uh, some of which was alleviated on a second viewing uh but i came out of it enjoying it but also feeling comfortably numb and you were very concerned about me <laughs> yes yes Poor Brian spent the whole night going, I'm really worried about you. You seem really sad. <laughs> and I was like, yes, Brian, I just saw Luke Skywalker die. I'm very sad. <laughs> How many text messages did you get, Nancy? Um, when all was said and done, I had 15 texts and DMs asking me if I was okay. <laughs> you finally yeah. went to bed after answering your last DM at 3 a.m. I went to bed at 3 a.m. and I woke up at 5.40, wide awake, and my first thought was, I need to go see that movie again. <laughs> um, yep. I was I was, I was, was talking about it all night. I I, I left and I was like, I don't know. I, I mean, my, my the first thing I said when the credits rolled was I leaned over to my friend and I said, if they had to do it, that was the most beautiful way they could have done it. Um, and... But I had a lot of reservations about other things in the movie, and it took the second time to really make me enjoy it. And it was like I knew where it was going, so I didn't spend the whole time on Ock Show going, oh, my God, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Um, and then, you know, you finally get Luke on Cray, and I'm finally like, okay, but is he going to die? <laughs> um, it was a lot of anxiety. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I feel like sorry. I, saying, I feel like anxiety is a good word for it. Mm -hmm. uh, although I think my anxiety was slightly different than yours, and I also approached this from a different position than most people, given that I had just played the Battlefront DLC the <laughs> yeah. night before, and it tied directly in, and it's why I cried the entire opening. Uh, but I say my initial reaction, I I liked it, but. Uh, the first thing I did when I walked out of the theater is I saw uh, two other Legion members, uh, Rebel Legion and Mando Mercs, and I just flung myself at them because I needed a hug. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys had actually been at the premiere, so he was like, I understand. We, we got you. We got you. So I just sort of stood there outside the theater for about five minutes being hugged by a Mandalorian and a Jedi <laughs> until I could function again. Good. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it was, I didn't have a, a bad reaction. I was just like, I think it's just more like mind-blown shell shock. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's basically it. Jay, what about you? Yeah, for me, it was a combination of just confusion. Like, I think my my 
your action at the end could be summed up by WTF. And I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't really figure out like my, my friends were all there and they were like, you know, not Star Wars fandom people, but they want to know, especially what I thought. And I, I said, I, I honestly don't know. And yeah. I think watching it for the first time was extra complicated by the fact that we knew that this was Carrie Fisher, i.e. Leia's last movie. Right. And so we just saw Luke Skywalker disappear. We know that Leia is going to be out. And so it's like, this is really the end. And I think that adds an extra layer to an already difficult to process movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, um, we'll talk about it more in depth later, but the, you know, the Luke and Leia scene, it, it was supposed to uh, be Leia uh. saying goodbye to Luke, but it, in reality, I kept thinking Mark Hamill saying goodbye to Carrie Fisher and he didn't even realize it when they filmed that scene. And it was just, Oh my God. It's, it was it's terrible. Awful. Yeah. The, it's oh, awful. Yeah. I hate it. I, I hate know. it so much. Everything I mean, I'm so, I, I mean, but I am so glad that we have that. Like, because yeah. if they, if they hadn't filmed a scene, if they hadn't filmed a reunion oh. and waited until nine, it would have been, I would have rioted. Yeah. Nope. It would have been so upsetting. Uh, and Heath, what about you? I know, I know you, you DM, you were one of the people to DM me. Yeah. Uh, and, so, uh, and we were both I think, very, I don't know. Yeah. And I think I was being, I was like forcing myself to be a little more positive than I was feeling that night. I think I was on kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from Brian where like, I thought I hated it. Yeah. That first time. Like I really like walked out of the theater, like, um, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't really agree with anything that just happened, and there's a lot to process and what is happening. But I then, my next screening wasn't until Sunday morning, so I had, like, two days to, like, sit with it all and just think about it, and I think that helped. And then watching it the second time and, like, knowing everything that was coming, I just, I loved it, like, every second of it, so... Yeah. All the tweets you've seen about, like, it's so much better on second viewing are absolutely true. So if you haven't done that yet, go do it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I felt the same way after The Force Awakens, but I came out of The Force Awakens really liking it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas this this one is just not as happy. <laughs> it's not yeah. as – it's there's there's not a, as much nostalgia in it. And it's, yeah. you know – it's it's just like I could I could watch The Force Awakens like any time any day you know and mm-hmm. just be like I love this movie and this one it's like I I'm gonna you're just, gonna have to be in a mood yeah for this one. yeah <laughs> I think so <laughs> um, well yeah that's the thing like Force Awakens I knew I like I knew immediately that I loved it like yeah. within like ten minutes into the movie there was like one shot BB-8's rolling through through the desert at night and this like alien pops up and I was like yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. in love with this movie already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I never got a, a moment like that during my first TLJ yeah. screening. I did say that I was really relieved early on that it was funny. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was really, con- and I remember seeing like, you know, tweets from people who had seen the premiere before I started muting everyone that were saying, you know, that it was actually really funny. And I was like, okay, I'm glad because I was really concerned this is going to be a big downer. And I wanted Luke to be funny <laughs> because he is. And I didn't, wa- and I didn't want is. him to just be all like emo Jedi master. Oh, man. I, I'm trying to imagine that movie without the humor. And <laughs> no. that would just right. be a miserable experience. <laughs> that's, it would have been sadder than one... BSG. <laughs> oh, God. It really would have. Ooh, yeah. 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 Like, I don't one... get people. But... I'm... On Go one ahead, hand, sorry. 
Oh, no, you're fine. Um, on one hand, you think about all the humor, and it's like, maybe it was a little overdone, but then you think about the movie without it, and it's like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a bit of a downer. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things before we start getting into the movie, deep into the movie itself, was th- this movie is really different from The Force Awakens, because The Force Awakens was received well critically, but it also a lot of, you know, most of the conversation I saw about it from fans was that they all liked it. Um, you know, there were people who didn't like it, people who thought it was, you know, thought it was derivative. But in in general, I would say the reaction to it was positive. Whereas The Last Jedi, while the critical reaction has been just about the same as The Force Awakens, if not better, seems it's really divisive. People either hate this movie or they love it. And like pretty much everyone, everything I've seen in like fandom spheres like on forums and stuff people just do not like this movie and it it really makes me think like did i watch a different movie than everyone else or is there just something weird about where i'm coming from watching this movie that makes me like it where everyone else hates it and it's very confusing i actually have a comment about this because Mm -hmm. i sort of mentioned it on twitter yesterday about we forget that fandom the loud vocal diehards are not representative of the entire star wars fandom um yeah because okay so over the course of the weekend i probably saw about three thousand saw and heard about three thousand people go in and out of the movie Mm -hmm. um a lot and these aren't necessarily like the crazy diehards these are not the people who run the blogs these are not the people who do the costumes these are not the people who go online and like you, you see them at conventions Mm-hmm. A lot of people were seeing it twice. That's how, you know, they liked enough to do it that. And most of the conversation I heard coming out of the theater was either neutral or positive or, yeah, basically just neutral or positive. I mean, a lot of people look mm-hmm. shell-shocked, like I yeah. did when I walked out. <laughs> yeah. But I really didn't hear that much, oh, God, this was the worst movie ever. And I think that gets, I mean, granted, this is a small sampling size, but I think that sort of gets down to the whole more people liked it than fandom wants to admit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we're not taking in the everyday people into account and sorry guys fandom we're not the right we're not the center of the universe <laughs> right yep. i do the other thing is like people who post reviews like that um especially negative reviews are likely to be the most vocal and upset people so there are plenty of people like the people bria was just talking about who saw it liked it and didn't feel compelled to go to to rotten tomatoes and and write a review about right. it. right it's like it's like yelp when do you write a review on yelp when you've had terrible <laughs> service and are really mad at the restaurant like the people who take the time to go do stuff like that are the people who are mad about something this is why yeah. i put a lot more stock into um cinema scores uh yep Mm-hmm. Uh, audience ratings because uh, those are conducted more as exit polls. Yeah, um, and it got an A. Yeah, so. yeah. So yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that I think tends to be more representative of the broader movie-going audience than a uh, Rotten Tomatoes yeah. uh, audience aggregate. I think also like it. We this is like weird territory, and a lot of a territory like a lot of fans have never experienced because. People who weren't a lot around during the original trilogy, we don't know what it was like to watch a new Star Wars trilogy 
being told without knowing where things were going to go. Like, with the prequels, we all knew the endgame. The endgame was Anakin becoming Darth Vader. And yeah, the way the story was told was different from what people had expected, but it was still that story. And that's what people were waiting for, for the formation of the Empire and Darth Vader. With this, we have no freaking idea. And, like, literally people have been coming up in their minds since 1983 what Luke Skywalker has been doing for all this time. And I would say it's damn near impossible to come up with a story that's going to satisfy everyone. And as we know from the expanded universe, even if you have, you know, Luke Skywalker being involved in the galaxy and training all these Jedi, it's still not going to be satisfying to everyone, you know? Right. Like the thing with people saying that Luke Skywalker is out of character. Well, the problem is they're basing that on either the EU or something they've built up for a long time. We don't know from just the original trilogy what Luke Skywalker's response to his academy burning down would be. Like people are just assuming that he's out of character. Right. We've missed 35 years of his story. We can't say what's in or out of character for him right now. Yeah. And I think what they gave, the little bit of background they, they gave us, um, I think it makes, I, I, when I went back and saw it a second time, I was like, okay, I, it makes sense. I don't necessarily like it, but it makes sense. <laughs> um, and I think with the story that they were trying to tell, it's the only way it could have gone because the movie's all about failure and how you overcome it. And you, you can't have a story like that if Luke is, you know, the, the, the hero guy everyone has been envisioning for 30 some odd years. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we all knew we weren't going to have the great big hero the minute we saw Luke Skywalker has vanished. Yeah. At the start of the, of the crawler, whatever the exact wording was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say that I don't think you and Heath are alone. Or, well, I know you're not alone in coming around onto like really enjoying it a lot the second time. Cause again, I've been seeing that seems to be a pretty common sentiment, even mm-hmm. within fandom itself but i want to ask you guys we were all pretty spoiler free right yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah i missed pretty much everything i thought it was interesting that all of us and i'm not saying i'm never going to change for my spoiler free ways because i can never get back those initial reactions but like once we knew what happened mm-hmm. i feel like we all seem to like okay enjoy right. the ride a little yeah, bit more it did mm-hmm. i it did make me think like is there and I, I know and for some people they they they're it's a more enjoyable experience if they know spoilers. And I'm not gonna say people are right or wrong for whatever they want to go see it. Um and I did think, you know, probably the first time I saw the movie might have been more enjoyable, but then also I would have been waiting the entire movie for that for like Really, yep. really, I wanted. Great, yeah. I wanted to know. You, you I, know it's coming. Yeah, and yeah. I wanted to know three things going into the movie. I wanted to know: Does Luke leave Octo? Do Luke and Leia reunite? And does Luke die? And I'm really glad I didn't find out because I would have been really confused about the first two answers. <laughs> yeah. So. No. Yes. Uh. What? <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> um. But like. And and then I would have been saying, okay, well, he dies. How the hell does he die? And I would have been waiting for it the entire movie. And so, mm-hmm. and also, like, I'm so glad I didn't know because – and Brian can testify because he was sitting next to me 
and had me squeeze his hand. When Luke showed up on Cray, I lost my fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God, oh my God. And then the music started and I don't even remember if I heard anything they were saying to each other because I was like just covering my face and sobbing. And then when that music started and he walked out, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's happening. <laughs> and I'm I'm so glad I didn't know because I wouldn't have had mm-hmm. that. And um, and even, you know, him when he was looking at the sons, I was thinking this is rude as hell. But also, <laughs> so rude. I was so also, rude. I was also, so oh my god! Please don't disappear! Please don't, don't! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and Brian was yeah. rubbing my shoulder, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> like literally after the movie, we went and went to the alehouse and had a drink, and Brian's just like. I feel so bad for you. You see, you you seem really upset. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, I feel bad that I liked the movie. And I'm like, no, no, tell me what you liked about it so that I'll <laughs> like it. It's like uh, Brian Nowicki said, Bria and Nancy are having a very rough week. It is. Yeah. But also, so, uh, I mean, it 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 gave me. That that was all I wanted, and like I I will fight every single person who says that was not like the greatest use of the force they've ever seen in Star Wars, and that Luke was weak because what the hell movie were you watching? <laughs> I think there's a social experiment that happened. I really do. Like yeah. they must have screened two different versions of the film because yeah, the people did not see the version I saw. I know at all, but. Honestly, I just I the only spoiler I would have wanted for that movie was whether or not Ray was gonna make poor life decisions as far as her love life goes. Ugh. And I was really relieved that it didn't happen. <laughs> oh thank God. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was that was one of the times when I was sitting there going, Oh God, no, no, God, no. And then once she like reached out for the lightsaber, I was like, Thank Atta girl. God. <laughs> yep. Good job, so- Ray. You're doing great. <laughs> In regards to spoilers, with a movie like this that I know I will see multiple times, I will take like being disappointed with a film, but having those surprise moments yeah. every single time. Totally. Like I yeah. know I'm gonna see it again and it like I'll learn to love it. But like for example, when Snoke died, like Yes. That was oh, such I, a great I, moment. I never even would have predicted that that was going to happen in this movie. I did so it, it was literally <laughs> just like a holy crap moment and i'm glad that i didn't know and also and also even with the idea that spoilers will prepare you it's like you're hearing them out of context some of the things in this movie can sound really stupid if you just read them in a leak somewhere yeah Yeah. seeing it the first time in context that prepares you from seeing it again yeah i don't i don't think i'm ever gonna get away from me avoiding spoilers before a movie like this because I mean, in addition to the film, I value that first viewing experience Mm -hmm. because I remember exactly where I was, what I was thinking when this moment that I did not see coming happened. I mean, Mm -hmm. every viewing I've seen so far, when the shot of Holdo going to light speed through the Uh, smoke ship, uh, every single uh, one in that theater is like, (gasps) like dead silence. And 
props to Ryan Johnson for just dropping all sound in that yes. moment. Oh, because that was yes. like, ugh. Yeah, that oh. was the best moment of editing in the whole film. I need so I need a high-res screenshot to use as my so wallpaper. Good. It's so pretty. <laughs> I've never heard that... more silent theaters. Yeah. No, no. Did you all notice that when Leia forced Mary Poppins her way back onto the ship, <laughs> she flies right through the projection of the supremacy as a little oh. bit of foreshadowing. Oh, wow. No, no I need to no. see that. Good <laughs> Lord, he's got foreshadowing everywhere. He really in this does. It's, it's, that's the thing. Like Once you've seen it and you know what's coming, you pick up on little stuff like that all uh, over the place. Yeah, Luke, Luke I was too Luke busy rolling so... my eyes at that part. Sorry. <laughs> Luke Both has times. so many of them. <laughs> Luke has his, what do you think I'm going to do? You go out with my laser sword and sand down the entire First Order. <laughs> yeah, and then um, you know I came to this island to die. He he has and so Kylo's the effort would kill you. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, well, I just want on the record that I thought something was off the minute Luke appeared and talked to Leia <laughs> because he looked like his his like the vision, and I was like, yeah. something's yeah. not right here. I, right, I was like, oh, Luke, Luke cleaned up for this. <laughs> yeah. <battle." laughs> I yeah. put, put some I hair dye on, you know. You want I to put, put on I, your Sunday just mask, just for men. <laughs> yeah, the nuns had them, you the know. You lost some weight. I I I will. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I I did think something was weird, but I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. and I was like, I I was just like. I remember thinking, if Luke lifted his X-Wing to come there, I'm going to be really mad that we didn't see that on screen. <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, that's, I'm like, I, I really just wasn't thinking about, I was, wasn't thinking much. Like, I was just too in awe of what I was seeing. And I was also like, I don't want this to be not real, you know, because that would yeah. be just the thing, like, to, like, yank the rug out. But th- and I think that's why people were mad about it because they're like, "Oh, it wasn't real." But if it I mean, was real, it was real it to was everyone so, else. Yeah. Yes. That, that was honestly that was honestly the thing I was struggling with the most. I was like, he didn't really get to see Leia again. He wasn't really there. But then, like, my thought about it, the more I was like, in this universe, like a force connection like that is almost mm-hmm. more meaningful than I mean, like being there in person. I feel like- so, like for those characters, he was he was like. M- he was definitely there. Yeah. yeah. Plus, and- his projection must have been real enough. Like, because the, the part that made me go, oh, maybe Leia doesn't realize that she's just like seeing a projection was when he handed her the dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because well, he- I, I was like, if, if for, in order for number one for her to, him to hand her even the, you know, holographic illusionary dice, she, it would have had to be a crazy thing. And then for Kylo to not realize like how much force presence is there, I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap. And that for me, I was like, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's an illusion. Like it's real. It really yeah, It's happened. not even a mind illusion because like 3PO could see him too. Like yeah. it, there's some sort of manifestation going on there. And he kisses yeah. Leia on the forehead. They hold hands. Right. And he, yeah. and he kisses her because I, I paid attention mm-hmm. to it the second because after the first time because I was it made like, me sob yeah yeah <laughs> because the first time i was like okay i was like after the first time i was like okay that's right he never actually like clashes lightsabers with kylo um and i'm like but then i'm like but wait what about with leia and the second time around i was like no they touch so 
that's why when people say oh well it was just a cheat and i'm like but the effort he had to go through to do that is like incredible and i i feel like you know having yoda there wasn't just a you know just a a one-off choice like it it was was purposeful because he was luke's master and also, like, I feel like it was, like, to remind everyone of the lessons that Yoda taught him, and one of them is, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. So to say that, Luke, that didn't really happen is just ignoring everything about the Force. And, right, and yeah. Yoda interacted with the real world enough to create lightning, too, yeah. so... Yep. Also, Boy, screw so Variety for trying to ruin the Yoda reveal. I'm so review. glad I didn't see that. I'm so that. glad I didn't read that review. I would have been so mad. Yeah. That, that was one of the parts that like just like cut me deep when it happened. Yes. It was such a surprise. Like one of my favorite characters is back, and like the way it was done was perfect. And I would I would just been so mad if I knew that ahead of time going in. And that yeah. theme, ugh, it was. Mm. Okay. Also, John Williams, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sidebar, can we all appreciate the hero that is Frank Oz on Twitter? Yes! Oh my god, god. He, is, he is dragging the trolls, and I'm here I'm just, for it. I'm, I'm in, I'm in awe, like, I mean, I did a lot of muting and, and stuff, you know, beforehand, but I was, I'm just really surprised that nothing got out, like, especially, like, and got through my muting right, like, with like I mean Luke freaking dying recordings or yeah that too yeah, yeah. like well, one thing I saw came from the official account that I wish I hadn't seen and that was Kyla's lightsaber going into Ray's hand uh, yeah that was the oh. one thing I saw that was pissed about I mm. saw that you know in hindsight I wish they hadn't shown Leia on crack. yes I agree yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah that's the only thing of the official stuff that. I I I was suspecting Yoda because I remember there was a report about Frank Oz being at Pinewood, but at the time I just thought, oh well, you know that doesn't necessarily mean anything because people go to the set all the time. And then, but then when he showed up at the premiere, I was like, Mm-mm, I'm suspicious. But I didn't like go to look for confirmation because I was really hoping that was true. And when I saw like you see the shot from it behind, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I am so happy that was 100% puppet. Yeah. Yes. Oh, hey, what was it? What was that one trailer that everyone freaked out about the last couple seconds of? Like, what? Did anyone watch oh, that? What was and that see? one? It was the there one was, with Ray. It was like a recent TV spot. It was Ray grabbing, grabbing the lightsaber, I think. Oh, that was yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Everyone I wasn't freaked sure. out when that happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I just like, I just watched it because like I was just watching all the TV spots. Yeah. And then then I saw everyone freaking out. I was like, oh, I guess I won't. I was like in the middle of gifting it. And I'm like, oh, I guess I, I, guess I won't post that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> on brand, Heath. On brand. <laughs> um, so I guess we should talk about the movie as a whole. <laughs> No, is that what we're doing here? Because there's a lot of things that happen in this movie, and I think one of the criticisms that you know are valid is that maybe there was too much happening in this movie. It's a very long movie, uh. So we've got basically like two. We got we got have like two main plots in the beginning. We've got the resistance stuff, and then we've got the stuff on Octo, and the resistance plot is basically like one long chase. The slowest the car slowest chase, chase ever. I'm sorry, we're ignoring the opening. I hate you all. 
Well, that's part of the resistance plot, Bria. (laughs) They're running from the first order. It happened before they started running. Well, okay. (laughs) They're literally, they launch and then the first order jumps in. So go ahead, Bria. With their dreadnought. And then they're able to stop it because Inferno (laughs) Squad gets them the plants and she made it count. And then Paige made it count. And I just have a lot of emotions and I've cried both times. (laughs) That was really good um, storytelling in that it made you feel a lot for Paige without really knowing anything about her. It was really good filmmaking. And the use of the medallion, like they made sure that you saw her medallion several times too. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it would come up later. I was like, I want to know all about you. You Godspeed, Rebel. Can, can we give a plug for the most well-timed uh, your mom joke in Star Wars history? <laughs> you leave my trash son alone. Did everyone on tw- Twitter think of Rio when that happened? <laughs> yes. I thought of Chuck, honestly. <laughs> Listen, uh, you should just make cracks about people's mothers when they probably haven't even seen them because they're the bastard sons of awful men. Look, he's I'm earned fine. it. <laughs> okay, fine. Yes, but that's not the point. I do think it was, one of, was rude. One of my favorite things about this movie is how Hux basically starts off ridiculous, but if like through the movie, he actually becomes more and more serious. Like by the end of the movie, he's just had it up to here with Kylo. And I really hope the next movie is him and Kylo just at each other's throats. <laughs> uh, Maybe. <laughs> Because he's I'm just sorry. he's just like, you are, you messed this up for all of us, you ridiculous person. <laughs> and you thought your divorce was bad. <laughs> I, I, I did kind of enjoy uh, Snoke dragging Hux, though. Yes. Literally and yeah. figuratively. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I mean, Snoke dragging yeah. both of them was wonderful. Oh, Snoke is, Snoke is not here for anyone's shit in this movie. <laughs> I, I was surprised at how much I liked Snoke. I mean, yeah. he's such a... Like everything, everything he was saying, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right about that." <laughs> Terrible! It needs to burn. In the, well, he's gonna burn in he the same is. hell as Rax yeah. and and Brendel and Tarkin. Like, good God! He is yeah, awful. I mean, he's still he's he still a great. vulgar like low rent Palpatine, but he's a he's good <laughs> he's good at criticizing his bad employees. Yeah. Ugh. Like, so can we just let. Hucks just take a nap. Like, can I know, someone just poor let guy. that poor man they, take a goddamn nap? They he all blew need up to a take planet, a, nap. a system. No, let him they, take a nap. He deserves everything he got. <laughs> Everyone in this movie needed to take a nap. Like, let's be real about that. This is true. Yeah, the the whole sequence was was great. Um, I mean, it's it's one of the big debates of the movie, you know, Poe goes against orders and, you know, oh, he got everyone killed. But, but, if they hadn't done it, they would have had a dreadnought chasing them. So it's kind of really hard to say they shouldn't have done that. Because I don't know if that would have been very good to have a dreadnought well, chasing true, them. that's true, because it probably would, its big guns would probably still yeah, be working. I, I think yeah. that dreadnought could have taken out the, uh, Radis from distance. Yeah. So that goes the whole like nothing nothing that happens in this movie is good, basically. Basically uh, everyone is wrong. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Everyone's wrong. Everyone fails. Um so we get the resist the resistance jumps away. You think, oh, okay, good, they're safe. 
Leia smacks Poe, and it's wonderful. <laughs> Can we make a gif of that, please? And get your head out of your cockpit is the best line. Get your head so out of your good. cockpit might be the most underrated line in the whole movie. So it's good. very good. It's, it's a good one. Good. Um, and then they, you know, everything is great. <laughs> Finn is naked, leaking back. <laughs> Finn, Finn leaking, leaking back? Bag, bag? What? <laughs> And the best part was everyone saying, like, oh, my God, Finn's wearing Poe's clothes. And you realize, wait, he actually is wearing Poe's clothes because he needs... literally, yeah. Because Poe needs to get him dressed. So he's just like, all right, here, take my clothes. Hold on. Can we we pause and appreciate that Poe's the one to fix the jacket? Yes. And it is my headcanon that Kez is the one who taught him how to sew. Oh. That's sweet. Um, so they um so they think everything is great, you know, okay, they're they're gonna regroup. And then oh no, the first order shows up and they've tracked them through hyperspace. Thank you, Jin Urso and Rogue One, for bringing that to our attention, but not really, because everyone forgot about it. <laughs> it kinda went boom, it's not her fault. Yeah. Uh, I that was and uh I wonder how many people watching that immediately went to Battlestar Galactica 33. Uh, oh yeah. Yes, immediately. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first main episode of Battle of BSG where every 33 minutes the Cylons find them. So they have to keep fighting and fighting and no one's getting a nap. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was like that, but except, you know, they, they realized that, oh, they they can't jump to hyperspace again because they'll lose all their fuel, which is a very interesting because we've never really had that problem in Star Wars before. Like, we had the issue with the Millennium Falcon not being able to go to hyperspace, but not not having fuel. Um, and I w- it was kind of nice to have that. Like, oh, oh yeah, their resources aren't infinite. They, they actually have this problem. Right, and, and just to interject a bit, there are some people on the internet who are mad that this, you know, running out of gas isn't Star Wars. Well, one, like Nancy said, the Millennium Falcon's engine, and two, we had the, the thing with the hyperdrive leaking or whatever in Phantom Menace, so mm. ships acting like broken cars is, like, kind of a thing in Star Wars, well, actually. And that's how, and we, from a certain point of view, we find out that's how um, the the Devastator found the Tantive Four. Because it was its hyperdrive was damaged and was basically leaking enough for them to track them through uh, to Tatooine. So, right. but now they've actually like are able to track them. And I, I, I liked I like the whole like mission that they have to go and stop the you know stop the tracker. Um, that was one of the whole issues in the middle of the movie where I think things could have been written better, but um, we'll get to that. I still don't understand how they were tracking like... Yeah. I I don't... Wouldn't there have to be something on one of their ships or like... So there's some techno babble in the visual dictionary that says active tracking is like monitoring all the sensor networks in the galaxy and things, seeing where things are disturbed and crunching numbers and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, th- there was a whole lot of applied phlebotinum at work there. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'll just, I'll wave it off then. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I, I do. I'm like, Rose and Finn are smarter than me, so they understand. Um, So we... 
from there we have um we we kind of switch back and forth to Luke and Ray and Kylo but it's 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 hard to talk like go back and forth so we'll just talk about the resistance here um we have that whole very rude scene where po- where uh Kylo is threatening or almost is going to kill Leia and of course he doesn't do it um but another tie does it so you know he might as well have done it Jerk. No! No! That doesn't count! <laughs> he took his hand off the trigger. It doesn't count. Okay, whatever. Right. Kylo. I have feelings about this. Kylo. <laughs> Do you? Do you? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm very one. surprised. <laughs> very I might surprised. have two. Like, okay, look, I'm not excusing anything he did, but like, Maybe I you feel like. No, no, like, I, I feel like. I feel like the fact that he very deliberately chose not to fire on his mother in that moment is key to the mental, like, unsurety. Is that a word? Unsurety? It is now. Uncertainty. Uh, <laughs> un- whatever. That thing that he feels later on that, like, that Ray's able to sense. I feel like that ties right into it. Yeah. So, no, you're ties, right. haha. Oh, oh, Jay. Jay. <laughs> Jay. Don't do this, Jay. (laughs) Bree is making a nice point. You have to go ruin it. (laughs) Thanks, Jay. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, you're right. But I, it's, it's, I I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, he's not going to be able to do it, but then someone's going to do it anyway. Um, She gets sucked into space. Everyone freaking dies, including Admiral Akbar, which was rude. Um, R.I.P. Akbar. Let's pour one out for you. Uh, if only if only fish could breathe so, in space. <laughs> okay. Admiral Akbar did not get the death he deserved. Let's no, he did let's not. just acknowledge that. It may also, like it would have been like super gratuitous in the film given everything else that happened, but I don't know. Akbar deserved better. I would I, I'm really glad now that Wedge wasn't in the Force Awakens. Well, if <laughs> I can make a because Wedge would be dead Wedge right be now. Dead if I can dead. drop a uh, reference on on here, um, our friend Admiral Nick, noted Akbar lover, does have an upcoming piece on eleven thirty eight about <laughs> why he thinks Akbar's death was actually worthy of him. So stay tuned for oh, that. Okay, Sorry. actually, that was like I will. I, I'll defer to Admiral Nick when on that. when I yeah, when yeah, that if happened. Any, if anybody knows <laughs> when huh. th- when that happened, I gasped and I went, "Oh no, Nick." <laughs> Yeah, and then I was like, "Man, we both need group therapy after this movie." (laughs) Um, so and then we get to probably the most frustrating plotline of the of the whole resistance, which is when Holdo takes over, and no one just seems to want to (laughs) talk. And this, yeah, this was the weakest plotline in the film for me. Everyone's mad at everybody for no reason at all. Yeah, like I was I, like, why? Why are you fighting? Stop I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I I mean, like Poe goes up to her and is immediately like combative, and then she, of course, is combative back to him, and it's like, okay, you're you're both on the same side. Can you chill? And and so. Just- Someone needs to step up here and de-escalate. This is why Leia had to be injured, because she would be like... Both of you, shut up. Yeah. They could have just not Mary Poppins the injury, though. I would have been happy. 
like sorry that's just like the one part of the film that (laughs) no i'm with i'm completely with you it just i mean i i i I really like that they wanted to show her using the force but if they did something like with her holding it holding the doors open when that was decompressing or something else that didn't look so silly yeah it looked a little silly i liked it um but yeah so like and the the whole thing like it's it's just like they needed to have the conflict so that poe could like send finn and rose off to the on the secret mission but i understand why it couldn't just have been a mission like to from the beginning you know like they're they're gonna send them on the secret mission to you know to deactivate deactivate the tracking, and then meanwhile they figure out this other plan to like oh we're gonna go to this hideout um of the old rebel alliance and wait for the first order to pass over there like I don't understand why they needed all the conflict because it's not like the movie was short the movie was long <laughs> you know and the frustrating thing is if this uh, plot thread was handled better, I think it makes Canto bite better. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean I if we would have cut Kanto. the drama, we would have had more time on Canto bite to appreciate the outfits. <laughs> oh okay, God. Jay. Because they cut That's... the tuxedo shopping scene, and I'm forever mad about that. That's You'll get it on the, the DVD. Okay, Jay. No. Jay, you're going to be my friend after this. I did think it was kind of ridiculous that they were running around the casinos in their same outfits and that they didn't get dressed up fancy. Yeah. Right, if they're going to be arrested for anything, it should be like looking like hobos. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, Those- Jay. Jay. <laughs> God, okay, Lord. I was going to agree with you, but not after that. I was Thanks. going to say that a more reasonable thing for them to get thrown out of the casino for it would be violating a dress code because you can bet your ass yeah. those casinos actually have a dress code. Yeah, black yep. and white. Duh. Yeah. yeah. The parking violation thing was weird. I mean, like. I guess they needed it for the whole chase sequence later too, but like yeah. I don't know. It was Yeah. I I'm I'm not the biggest Canto Bite fan. Yeah. It was my thoughts on Canto Bite were it was fine. Yeah. I liked the uh, the Falthiers. They were kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I th- they're like beautiful creatures. I just like I mean I the the idea of it is is nice because it like introduces a new, you know aspect to the whole war like that these people are profiting off of it no matter and they don't care who wins you know they just care that there's war and Mm -hmm. you know we see like a different side to the galaxy and like i i feel like they could have they could have done something where like poe or like maybe poe rose and finn go on this mission together or just rose and finn go on the mission but they are spotted by the First Order or something, you know, like at Maz's castle, like that whole idea, because it, it was just, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the thing I'm having the hardest time with, with Canto Bite is like the whole issue of time. It's like time seems yes. like so like, they're just so crunched for time, and yet Finn and Rose have time to travel through hyperspace to this planet, to gallivant around a casino, get arrested for a while, escape, travel back through hyperspace. It just seemed like, I don't know, it just seemed a little unrealistic that they would have that much time to go on this side mission. Right. 
Yeah. I don't I don't know. That that's that's the part that gets me the most about Canto Bite, I think. I agree with that. The All the wild hucks and the first order are just sitting there lobbing weapons and just sort of chilling too. Oh, there's yeah. no real taking... sense of urgency. Well, Let's remind them they that they don't need to here. though. <laughs> I mean yeah, there's like... They just if have they, to wait. They just have yeah. to wait. I mean, that was their MacGuffin that they, you know, all they all have to do is wait for them to run out of fuel. But like it, it took away because that chase took so much of the film. It took away of this the real sense of urgency that was mounting. Yeah, I feel like there could have been like they could have just cut out a lot of the conflict on the resistance ships and had, you know, more stuff go wrong on Canto Bite. And because that, mm-hmm. you know, that would up the tension a lot. Like, because, yeah, there was tension yeah. because of the mutiny and everything. But that was more me, <laughs> me wanting to bang my head against the wall and go, stop being stupid, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> can, uh, we, can we talk about how lovely Rose is, though? Yes. Yeah. I like, cried the first time I saw her. I'm not even going to lie. Rose was crying, too. Well, I mean, she was, yeah, <laughs> I she know. was crying. But it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't sympathy crying. It was like <laughs> representation. Oh my god, this is actually yeah. happening crying. <laughs> but yeah. also, not, she was maybe the only character in the movie that wasn't an idiot. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's why she got the higher ranked uniform when they went to yep. the first order. Mm-hmm. Right, she has a major's uniform, right? Uh it's either a major's or a colonel's. I didn't read the Arabesh on the armband. Yeah. Yeah, I when think... I saw Go ahead. No, I was saying I think like the whole thing with uh, just going back to the like resistance stuff. It's like it reminds me of like when like the Jedi used to argue with each other, and I'm just like, oh my god, you guys, there are bigger problems. Yeah. And I love that Rose is just like, let's get this shit done. Come on, let's yeah, she, go. She, she's not here for any of no. that. No. Nope. That's why she had to leave because she would have been like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rose, Rose is wonderful and she's, she's just like delightful and joyful and I love her. Did, did everyone she's... see that casting video? Uh, the official site uh, posted yes. today. Oh, yes. oh, it's so good. I love her. Uh, she, we, we don't, don't deserve we don't, her. Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was just going to say. We do not deserve her at all. No. Hey, when she was crying on the red carpet, oh, I've yeah. never before unironically wanted to say, sweetie, you're doing amazing. I and know. I think I screamed that at my TV. I know. It was so good. I hope she gets to do more in the next film. Yeah. Too. I was really worried. <laughs> <laughs> that mm-hmm. she was going to die. Well, first I was really worried that Finn was going to die, and then I was yeah. really worried Rose was going to die. And then I'm like, okay, phew, she's in the med, she's in the bunk. We're good. We're good. We don't have to so, murder people. <laughs> we're like jumping way ahead, but are yes. we talking about that right now? Uh, I mean, we can, we we get, we can circle back to that. Yeah. Later. Just I just wanted okay. to point that I was really glad yeah. that she didn't die. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, let's move let's move on. Okay. Um, we'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back. Where would we? <laughs> yeah. So oh so another person we meet on Canterbite is DJ. Um my feelings on DJ are very meh. <laughs> very neutral, sliding towards negative. <laughs> Stay the still was wonderful though. Stay tuned <laughs> for the uh, tie in comics and the inevitable return in episode nine. Yeah. 
Uh, He was my least favorite new character by far. I will say that one of my favorite new phrases is bleep bloppy boop. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're supposed to like him, though. No, No, we're not. Yeah, he's kind Uh, of a jerk. I mean, he, but he does have a point, like, and that's the other thing, like, okay, you do have, he's like, selling to the bad guys and the good guys. I'm just glad he's not Ezra. <laughs> yes. We are maybe he oh, is. We don't there, know his there are, real name. There are, still truth, there are still truthers out there. Coop, oh, knock it off. I know you're listening. <laughs> I just I also appreciate that Finn got like a crash course in class economics and like Yeah. And like just, war uh, funding and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know and you have to know that whole thing like probably made him feel terrible considering like he grew up in the first order, you know, and he's like we're, you know, it, he already felt bad about where he came from, and now he's like, "Oh yeah, this is this is what we did. Great." Well, it ties into like before the after, before the awakening too, yeah. right? Because that was wasn't that his story of like going to suppress, yeah, like a labor thing, and that's one of the things that made him turn away. And like Rose is reminding him now of mm-hmm. how bad the first order can be. Yeah. Um, and hell, I mean, even the Falthiers and the way they're being treated by Cantobite is kind of the same way that common people be treated by the First Order once they take over, too. Yeah. We'll all be Falthiers. <laughs> wow. So. Run, Jay, uh, run. Cantobite's one. Okay. I won't say one redeeming quality because, like, I enjoyed it. It's just not my favorite. But the standout from Cantobite to me is the introduction of Broom Boy. (laughs) Shocking. Shocking. I know we'll talk about Broom Boy later. So I just wanted to like bring that up now that that was our first. Our first. Yeah. And 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 the awesome ring. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Why are they not selling that ring already? Like, come on. I need one. Yes, me too. For my costume that I'm doing. Yeah. Also. Keith, every time you say broom boy, I could just hear the OI at the end. Yep. And I feel like Wait, you should know this. Boy, broom boy. <laughs> Jay, tell us the um the thing from the visual dictionary about it. The ring. Oh yeah. So the, the backstory of Rose's decoder ring is that it's supposed to be uh rings that were once worn in the Imperial Senate during the Empire's era, and that senators who were sympathetic to the rebellion would flip the little uh disguise oh things Stop to it. signal the, no. yeah to signal their rebel sympathies to each no. other <laughs> so i'm allowed to like it too because it's a fancy senate ring <laughs> i love that idea everyone. such feelings much rebellion oh my god <laughs> i did like the kids because they reminded me of the legends of luke skywalker Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, coming in towards the end, a lot more. <laughs> I really did not expect that book to be one of the top two essential reading books. Yes. Before this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, we can move on to the Luke stuff because we can talk about that book. And now everyone Let's needs to. Let's talk about Luke it. Skywalker. Let's Come on. Let's talk about ridiculous. Luke Skywalker. Um, oh, yeah. I guess the, the important thing is that Finn and Rose find a codebreaker. <laughs> Not the master code breaker. Again, how everything in this movie fails. Um, and BB so BB put on some awesome first order uniforms. Come on, let's not leave that part aside. Okay. Yeah. And that ironing scene was pretty cool. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a hardware <laughs> war refer- reference, apparently. Really? Yes, huh. hardware. Well, if you don't know what hardware wars is, it was like one of the first Star Wars spoofs. Like from like way back in the I think late seventies or early eighties, 
and um the the ship was an iron was an iron and that's it was a reference for hardware wars oh, oh yeah i would like to send my uniform to them to get iron <laughs> i really don't want to go through the effort i love that they have automatic <laughs> that irons. it's like, great it's it great happy it's can great. i say one more thing about canto bite before yes. we move on to it one thing i've also been struggling with is how did Maz know that A, this one man would be at this casino at this exact time and that B, he would be wearing this exact thing? Yeah. I mean, that could be how he identifies himself to customers. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. could be, but someone like that, if he has that many customers, you'd think he'd be traveling around a lot. Like, there's no guarantee he'd be at the Canto Bike Casino. Yeah. At Maybe this I moment. wish Maz could have gone with him. Up later. I don't know. I, I think that Maz... Was, that uh, was, that was another thing where I was just like, mm, I think. I think Maz is just that good at keeping tabs on useful resources. <laughs> yeah, she could be. She oh, could be. this guy sounds like he's good at everything. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. everything. Yep. <laughs> get it, Maz. I will, I will never get that mental image out of my head. <laughs> good, get it, Maz. Get it. You deserve that, Heath, after some of the things you put in our brains because <laughs> of photoshopping. I, yeah, I guilty as charged. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so so when we first meet, when Finn is, you know, first wakes up, the first thing he says is Ray. And then when he talks to Poe, Poe is like, you must have so many questions. And his first question is, where's Ray? And that is a wonderful transition to go back to Octo. And we hear the Jedi steps and I started flailing and like, don't make me do this all over again. Um, and we have a, you know, very tense moment where Ray walks up, puts the lightsaber on Luke's hand, he looks at it, and then he throws it over his shoulder. And that is when I sat back in my chair and went, oh god, this is going to be a long movie. <laughs> yep. That, that's the exact moment where like everything up until then I had been like, I don't know if I'm feeling this, but like... It's good. It's fine. It's, it's good. Star Wars. It's, you know, it's and fun. that was the moment where I was like, no, what is happening? This is this yes. is all wrong. I Everything know. is wrong. I know. My thinking me too. Thinking back though, when I was because I I didn't know what I expected when he took it, but I was like, "There's no other way. There's no other way that film could have started." Because like, what are yeah. they going to do? Have a deep, serious conversation? No. Like, you have to take that cliffhanger and yeah. then throw it right off a cliff. And right, that's the thing. It's like I spent two years theorizing like what happens after that moment that we saw. And never once did him throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder occur to me as even an option of any kind. So, like, I mean, props to them for taking it, like, literally a completely unexpected place. Except it's kind of Moana. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I mean, that's fitting. That's fitting, considering that uh, that parody video. Yeah. yeah, I am Ray of the Resistance. You will board the Millennium Falcon. I would be across the stars and face Kylo Ren. Yeah, I was really like, oh, God, I don't like this. And then Chewie tore up in the door and, like, roared in his face. And I was like, yes! Get him, Chewie. I love this. And then they broke our hearts. And then he goes, where's Han? I was like, no! Can, can we talk about Troll Luke trekking through Octo while Ray follows? <laughs> I oh loved God, it all. Yeah. I loved it all. I yes. loved it so much. Like, and yeah. that's like that was me. Like, I mean, he he learned from his master. He did. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> 
that was me like the whole for the whole part on octo was just basically me going i hate this oh my god i love this i hate this oh i love this <laughs> and, and like i really couldn't decide because like i was glad that luke was being funny like you know the whole thing with the milk while it was disgusting like that was the whole point and because ray's like oh and he's that like angry look on his face when he's drinking i know it's great yeah. he's like get out of here sure you want to keep following creepy old man luke <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are so mad about the milk thing too and i'm I like loved it i'm just like how what do you else do you think that man's gonna do like the water around them is probably salt water so yeah. you can't drink that i mean you can't mm. just drink water all the time so yes there's mm-hmm. some sort of herd animal and whatever the, you want to call it. So yeah, the, drink um, the milk. When they when he does the spear fishing, I leaned over to Brian and I was like, Brian, one of the stories in the Legends of Luke Skywalker is literally called Fishing in the Deluge. That was so perfect. <laughs> it was so good. Um and then, you know, and then there's the like a, a, a serious scene where he's asking, Why are you here? Why are you here? And she's like, Where do you where are you from? Nowhere. No one's from nowhere. Jakku. Okay, that's pretty that much is, nowhere. That, that, <laughs> that kills the that, audience every time. That's a very good joke. That's a very yes. good joke. And P- I saw some people complaining like, why would Luke say that? He's from Tatooine. He knows how that feels. I'm like, that's exactly, exactly. why he exactly. said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's told 3PO yeah. That there's a so bright center of the universe. That was the perfect joke with the perfect delivery. Yes. Yeah, I think I think a lot of the humor in the movie isn't going to hold up very well. That's a line that like, yes, it's that's that's a very good joke. Yeah. And it's good because it's like in it's in the middle of a heavy scene. You know, yeah. it's, it's one light moment and it shows that Luke is still Luke. Like he's still human. Um, and what I didn't realize initially about that scene was that we got the hints that he had closed himself off in the force. Yeah. Because he kept, like, the fact that he didn't sense that she had the force, I was kind of like, right. Huh. I feel like she should be able to, but. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a good point. Um, so we get him um, going into the Millennium Falcon. And that was another moment when I was like, oh, no, because I knew if they were showing that early, that meant it wasn't going to happen later because they showed that in a TV spot. And I kept thinking they're not going to show him on the Falcon if he's not leaving Octo. And then when they showed those scenes, I was like, uh, I was right. He's going on the Falcon, but he's not going to leave. And I was very pouty. Um but it had one of the greatest moments of the movie. <laughs> now that, that projection. That Ugh. is playing the nostalgia card absolutely correctly. It was yep. so rude. Yeah. So there's a difference between playing the nostalgia card and playing a an emotional plot card. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what that was. Well, because I mean, like, Luke says nothing will make me go back. And R2 immediately mm-hmm. goes, this is what made what you leave this? in the it's first you part. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you, this is why you left home in the first in the first place. So and I just love R2 giving him crap, too. And yes. Like, implied to be swearing at him. Like, that was yeah. sacred island. island. That was that was the thing that I saw the t- when I think a lot of people had stopped watching TV spots by then. And that was the mm-hmm. one I saw that I flipped the the 
my crap. You've already over. had your one. I know, I'm, but you know. Wait, what? What, I mean. what did the TV spot have in Luke it? Luke with R two. Oh, it just all okay. Yeah, he just yeah. He, the, just him going watch the language. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Okay, and I was so, like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. And then I love that that is. It doesn't necessarily like spur him to leave, but it changes his mind just a little bit. You know. Just- Right, because that's when he goes back to Ray and is like, tomorrow, yeah. I'll do Tomorrow at dawn. <laughs> Three lessons, let's go, yeah. Okay, and I just want to point out, he says tomorrow at dawn, and yet Ray wakes up and it's light out. Yes, that bothered me whole, too. She has a Not whole conversation dawn. with Kylo Ren, and that's when Luke wakes up. And it's like, bitch, it's past dawn. <laughs> <laughs> you are Listen, <laughs> listen, he's been living by himself for how many years? He's got a shady concept of time. <laughs> He'll bitch get up when he noon. wants to get up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get Kylo being dressed down by Snoke, which was one of my favorite scenes of the movie. <laughs> It was perfect. The shade, the shade droid is strong in this one. <laughs> yes. It was just, everything about that scene was so good because I, I thought it was like deconstructing all of the criticisms people had about The Force Awakens with like, oh, raise a Mary Sue and how did she beat him? You know? And like he's basically saying, you were weak it allowed a girl, you were beaten by a girl who had never held a lightsaber before. It was so good. And then he just is like, take that ridiculous thing off. Oh, that line is just, mm. Yeah. Mm, so good. <laughs> see, usually I just see that line in like a Kylux fic, but it worked here. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Wow. It's Don't you wow me, Heath. <laughs> I I'm wowing. <laughs> I just I I loved it because like we never really got that with Vader and Palpatine. Like he he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean like that that dynamic really like like he never got yelled at for the Death Star at least yeah, in the movies yeah like we don't we don't ever really see that like the whole time Vader is just being the good lackey and even in Return of the Jedi like pa- Vader isn't like calling or Palpatine isn't calling Vader weak you know or whatever he's you know focused on Luke and here you get Snoke like just being like you suck <laughs> you you're you're disappointed me. Like and too better. So many, so many. It, it like plants so many seeds. Not only with Kylo being divided, which is good for the fake out later, but also both Snoke and Kylo thinking he's powerful because of his bloodline, and then the whole move, whole movie is working against the idea of bloodline being that important. Right. Yeah, I really like. I mean, Snoke is not a character you're supposed to like. So when I say I like him, I just I think Andy Serkis did such a good job with that role. Yep. And it could have just been like, you know, just another stupid villain. And I mean, really, he is just another stupid villain. But I He's think a creepy old man. He is with a stupid ring pop. <laughs> but <laughs> and a really and weird gold bathrobe. Robe. And on. how dare they give him the emperor's theme in his music? I was so mad about that. <laughs> he hasn't earned it. Listen, first order bathrobe should be black silk with pleats. Oh, God. It is known. <laughs> wow. 
Okay. And I love how Hux gives him the little look as he comes oh, in. That, that <laughs> smirk. That the smirk that launched a thousand fix. <laughs> That's not the smirk that launched the fix, Heath. Let me let me assure you. Uh, yeah. there was another look that launched fix. <laughs> so yeah, the the whole rabid car okay, the rabid car line always confused me. Is he talking about Kylo or Hux? I think Hux because he's the one walking okay. out and he's saying, it's you know, both. he can be useful. Because, so, I keep telling Jay he needs to read this fic, and he never does, but in the Son of Sons trilogy, it's a fic in which Luke turns to the dark side, but Palpatine calls Luke his wolf, and, like, it's really because, like, and I, when I heard that, I was like, oh my god, it's kind of like the same thing! <laughs> so I'm telling happy. you, it's both of them! Yeah. He's playing them. Yeah, like that's Snoke's whole thing is he knows they both like hate each, hate other. each other. They're they're bitter exes that I called on Twitter two bitter two exes, <laughs> uh, and they're they're both trying to get power, and yeah. he, he thinks the same way about both of them. Yeah. I think. I mean that's he's true because he's he's doing the same thing, right? He's playing towards their weaknesses, so he's he's equally talking about Kylo. Then yeah. Um, so then we start getting the Ray and Kylo, um, connections. Force time, you mean? Force timing. Yes. And my Sli blood pressure Sliding shot. into your force DM. <laughs> and and this my was, blood pressure went through the roof. Yeah, this was when I also didn't like it. Like, okay, I'll say right off the bat, if you are a Raylo shipper, that is fine. You are, we, you know, we, we support ships of all shapes and sizes. It is not one that I subscribe <laughs> to. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Shapes and sizes? Sure, whatever. Sizes? Yes. 18 <laughs> kilometers, 19 kilometers, whatever, how long your ship is. Exactly. The Jay. entire Jedi Order. Yes. <laughs> it's how We're you use it, it, not how we long it is. <laughs> anyway, but like, I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see them like be romantic. I didn't like the way it was going. The first few times I was glad because Ray's like immediate reaction is just to shoot him. And I was like, yes, that is yeah. what it would be. One hundred percent. Put a shirt on, damn it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, like, it, I generally yeah. liked I liked their conversations. Like, it's hard not to be compelled because they're such good actors. But like the one thing that bothered me was how quickly it seemed where she shifted from calling him a liar about what happened with Luke to being like I believe you now <laughs> and like just because of her like trip down into the force mirror cave and I was I I I, I, I could have gone with from more more of um more in between I guess you know but I guess them touching hands was supposed to be a big deal or whatever. And this was another like weird trippy power that like, you know, in the first movie we got Kylo freezing the blasters. Here we had like Kylo got his hand like he had water on his hands from the yeah. rain that Ray was in. Yeah. Like this is wild stuff that we're getting now. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I, he, he, I, I sensed you wanted to talk about shirtless Kylo for a second. <laughs> I did. I did want to talk about shirtless Kylo. <laughs> It was very gratuitous and really unnecessary. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. What is up I... with those pants? <laughs> yeah. uh, everything I is just... up with those Hold pants. On, wait, wait, wait. That's wait, wait. the problem. I have, a comment. I have a comment about the pants. 
those are the actual pants. Like, those are yeah. not something they invented. Those are the actual pants he has to wear with the costume to help support, like, the rest of it. And I really appreciate, like... I appreciate Ray's reaction, most of all. <laughs> Is there a cowl or something you can put on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I did read something today where they... An article where Ryan Johnson explained why they did it. And... Is basically like to make Ray uncomfortable and like create this forced intimacy, and I'm like, "Yep, that would Mission do it. Accomplished. <laughs> that would do it because it made us uncomfortable too." We all, yep. <laughs> there was a girl sitting in front of us who was very much a um, Adam Driver fan, and she <laughs> had a, she had a good time at that point in the movie. <laughs> Just say that. Uh, I don't know how she felt at the end of the movie, but at that point, she was very happy. Um, I just really mad we still don't know if he has an eight pack. Like, <laughs> come on, he's here. He one shredded. job. Is he shredded? Verdict unclear. Yeah. At, so so what did what did you all think about? <laughs> what did you all think about those force timing scenes? Anyone. Um, we have a lot of feelings about this apparently <laughs> I, I thought it was clever yeah it, it didn't yeah. really it didn't really bother me but yeah I wasn't like wowed by this new force thing yeah I w- it was fine I do wonder if there it's if it's going to persist if it's something I don't think it will. I I really think that Ray closing the Falcon ramp on him mm-hmm. was it was um meant to signify that the connection was severed. I hope blocking so. and yeah. muting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blocked. So you know. something but also the other thing for that was I think it was clear that Snoke is the one who did it originally yeah. and if Ray has shut it it's not going to come back. Yeah. So something with um, involved with the force timing um, uh, is the thing I had the biggest issue with the first time around, and I still get kind of angry about when I think about it, is the whole story about um, Ben Solo turning dark and Luke wanting to kill him. Um, Because the first time I... So we get the story first from Luke's point of view, where he doesn't ignite the lightsaber. Um, and then we get the story from Kylo's point of view, and I will say it was filmed very good because Luke is super angry and like aggressive, and and then I I was watching this and I was <laughs> Brian can testify. I went, oh, you do not, do not, do not do this. <laughs> and then when she said liar, I was like, yes, thank you. Ray, because do not believe a word that boy says. Um, but then, you know, we got the story from Luke's point of view again, where, you know, he admits that he was went he went there, possibly, and had had the temptation to kill him. Um I still don't like him igniting the lightsaber. I, I really wish that the two tellings of the story differed yeah. as to whether the lightsaber was ignited or not. Mm. For no other for yeah. no other reason than it leaves it up to the audience to decide 
what actually happened. I agree. Because we see it so, three times. And the the art of book, Ryan Johnson has a really interesting comment about mm. these flashbacks in it where he says the only one who ever lied about this is Luke. I like, don't like that. When <laughs> I, I I mean I know you don't like it. I don't, I don't like it, it. I don't like but it. it's good storytelling and really interesting. <laughs> but like when Kylo tells his version of the story, it's like literally how he perceived that it all went down. Mm-hmm. Like he's not lying at mm-hmm. all. Like that's how he thinks it all happened. Yeah. The first time Luke tells the story, he left out something really important about the story. Mm-hmm. And I guess you could argue, like, is omitting details lying, blah, blah, blah. Well, he did go to the Obi-Wan school of telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's true. Yeah. But still, like, the only one who did not tell the full unadulterated truth the first time was Luke. Yeah. Yeah. And that was his, I mean, that's his failure, too, um, Mm because he's ashamed um, and he says he was left with shame and consequences. Um, and his his failure, his real failure, was that he thought he needed to just run away. You know, he didn't, he couldn't think of any way to fix the problem other than just run. Um, I I have a lot. I think I have a lot of problems with the discussion about it and why I just don't talk about it because people seem to think like, oh yeah, that's why Ben Solo turned to the dark side. Luke, Luke, Luke created Kylo Ren, just like Ray said. And I'm like, dudes, Luke would just not go into Ben Solo's little hut in the middle of the night and be like, I think I'm going to kill you now because I think you might be bad. Like, I feel like there's a lot that happened before that that we don't know. Um, Yeah. Because it's not like. And also, yeah. Go, I said, go, how go. the heck does bloodline fit into this? Yes. This is what's bothering me the most cool. about all of this. Uh-huh. I don't understand. I, I'm i starting to think that Luke never got a chance to tell him about Vader. I, like, I, I think, like, I'm wondering if bloodline happened after he had already turned to the dark side. Because um, we had, a lot of people had speculated that. And mainly just because, like, I feel like Luke... Like, I feel like Luke and him would have had that conversation afterwards and it would have made Ben a little more reticent to be like, oh, I don't want to follow in his footsteps instead of him, you know, finding out Vader's grandfather and then being all in on being like a new Vader. And I I just really want to know, did they ever have that conversation? Um, I, yeah. Yeah, that it mean like I just I don't I don't get where people immediately go. Oh yeah, that's why Ben's on the dark side. It's like no, because you don't have that sort of reaction. Like if you right, if you is- have no bad if if you're not gonna be evil, you're not you know you're not gonna be like okay, well my uncle just tried to kill me, so I'm gonna kill half of the students, take the yeah, other ones, it- join the first order, and become evil. <laughs> like. It, w- it was very clear from both stories that Luke told, one of which omitted something, one of which was the actual truth, that he had sensed that Ben was, like, already in that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like, why I want to know this, the story. This is, that moment is not what made Ben Solo turn into Kylo Ren. Like, 
Ben Solo was like already going to be Kylo Ren. This maybe like accelerated the process a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was clear that Luke sensed something and could sense that it was not going to get better. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I don't I don't buy the fact that like Luke created Kylo. I yeah, I mean, and I'm you know I'm not just saying this as a Luke stand, but like I because I feel like you know as much as as much fun as it is to like blame Obi Wan for Anakin, like like I I, I when Ray said um, you didn't fail Kylo, Kylo failed you. I I pumped my fist and went yes yes he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean now like, what I will say though is regardless of of how the Vader revelation went down, mm-hmm. Luke, Leia, and Han did not help the situation by lying to him about mm-hmm. Vader. No, no all three did not. Yeah. All three of them uh, oh, yeah. definitely They're, failed Ben they, in that they regard. All did, they all did like very regrettable things. And I, yes. I think Luke's line of Han was Han about it, yes. I think has like other implications of like Han just being a crotchety old man. It's like how much of Ben's heritage and everything did Han try to just like shield him from? Yeah. Yeah. And how much of that led to his and Leia's rift that That was was on Force Awakens? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's really interesting. I want to know more about that because like, I feel like, the the truth about Vader is not something that Luke would have wanted to keep a secret. And he did so out of respect for Leia, but mm-hmm. I feel like that had to have been something that created conflict within them for, you know, 30-something years. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I feel like people are overlooking, or just trying to be very too simple about it. Would that's why Ben Solo turned dark? Because it's I feel like the whole point was that Luke had sensed it for a while, and I, I I do wonder if he, you know, he wanted to fix the failures of the past, and you know he knew he knew that Anakin or that Obi Wan didn't kill Anakin on Mustafar, and maybe he's like, perhaps I should take care of this before it gets bad. And of course, mm-hmm. not realizing that, you know, that's your big mistake right there. Because I do think Ray is right in that his mistake was thinking the choice was already made. Um, so um, we get a nice scene where Le- Luke reaches out to Leia. And that hurt me <laughs> very much. Uh, yeah. I think it hurt everyone. So- is that what is that what woke her up? Is that what people are? Is that what you're assuming? I don't know if it's specifically what woke her up, but I I I would imagine it probably had a because because it's hard to tell. I, it's hard it, to it, tell timelines. Had an effect. Yes. On her up. Yes. Okay. Agreed. And that's you know the first thing that he does when he connects to the force for the first time in how many years we don't know, is reach out to Leia and she's in pain, just like in Return of the Jedi. And, you know, what's Luke's first instinct to do when he feels his sister in pain is to run back into the fight. Um, yeah. And then um, 
he so yeah we we he runs back the next time we see him he's running back to ray but this is and he barges in on her and kylo somehow um and i just love that this is what they flew adam driver to ireland for This is like I'm trying to think. Like, yeah. what other scenes was he there for? I'm like, I think this was it. And then, they actually flew him there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Actually, there was like I, there was like a whole thing where they were photographed in, in the Ireland, airport? getting yeah, off the of plane, and, and they're oh. all hiding. Like, and Mark's like, like Woo! "Oh shit, there's gonna be a showdown on Octo." Like, I thought no. so. I there's thought just, so. There's just force DMing. And- <laughs> Honestly, I think he, I think he was there for more than just that scene yeah. like I, yeah, I i feel pretty I think, confident that he was there they were he was there doing his side of it just out of frame for the camera because otherwise that would have been a very difficult scene for him to act i'm sure daisy returned the favor when yeah. they did in the first order side yeah so yeah. luke luke barges in and he has the exact same reaction that ben had when luke came into his hut which was uh blow everything up <laughs> and then um you know yells at her to leave the island and um they have a physical confrontation which is not the sparring i signed up for and it was very upsetting um but i didn't know however that he never makes an attack move on her everything he does is for defense which i was pleased with yeah it was yeah. very like old samurai master where he's just dodging and yeah. weaving and he you know until he gets to the stairs he's pretty he feels like he's in control yeah and then you know she she of course has her whole she has to go and you know save him and luke's like this is not gonna go the way you think <laughs> which is everyone had been waiting for that line <laughs> um, should be the movie tagline frankly it should yes they warned us all. I they mean, it, it, it. That's the thing. Like, you look back at the trailers and you hear the the lines that they chose to give us, and you're like, "Oh, you you told us everything. Yeah, you did that we needed to know. You did." Um, and then you know, they Luke. She's like, "Okay, well, I need to go," and she leaves Octo, and my heart broke into a thousand tiny pieces. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this for the rest of the movie. And thank God, thank God, immediately right after that was the Yoda scene. Because I don't know if my heart could have handled having, not having that, you know, and waiting until Crate for Luke to show up again. Because, like, once Yoda showed up, I was like, yes, yes, Luke is going to get the sense knocked into him. Thank God. And that was a great scene. I loved it so much. It was a perfect scene. Like every everything about it was perfect. Yeah. Yoda Yoda is still an A plus level troll. <laughs> yes. And John Williams still has full command of Yoda's theme. Uh, I think and, that was one of my bet one of my favorite mm, versions of Yoda's theme right there. Just and Yoda can still just like weave poetry that like is super powerful. Like, what was the line about teachers? Like, we are we are what they grow beyond. That is the true burden uh, of all masters. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's just too like good. that's like for parents, yeah. for teachers, for like yeah. anyone who's in a mentor role. That's like it just it cuts. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. 
it's yes. I'm glad I I'm glad I had no idea that scene was coming either. Yeah. Same. Thanks, Variety. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I I had been hoping, kind of like semi-hoping, like maybe there would be an Anakin Force Ghost appearance. I, I definitely wanted Force Ghost to show up in this movie at some point. But like looking back on the story, there was it had to be Yoda. Like, because mm-hmm. it was yeah. that was Luke's master. And yep. having a discussion about being masters, and it it was just it was wonderful. And yeah. like I love, no one like, else is gonna summon down lightning and yeah. burn the tree down. Like when he when he was like, "Oh, young Skywalker, how I've missed you!" I was like sobbing. I was like, that "Oh was my such god!" Such a good line, young Skywalker. I know. So so even though he there's that line. Mm-hmm. What I love most about this scene is when Luke turns around and says, Master Yoda. He's not at all surprised. No. Which leads me to believe this is not the first time Yoda has been on this island with Luke. Uh, Mm. Well, someone, hey, someone had to teach him how to do the disappear into the force trick at some point. (laughs) I'm I'm wondering, I don't know if it was the first time. I I think it might have been the first time he'd been on the island because... Like depending on how long he's closed himself off from the force, but I yeah. don't. I definitely don't think it's the first time they've spoken since. Right. It like mm-hmm. since Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, he said yeah. how De- I've missed definitely you. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like I loved like he just like whacks him on the head with the cane, and he's like you know he mm-hmm. says you know you're still looking to the horizon, you know you're not and focusing also- and now. The the fact that he whacked him on the head with the cane and he can feel it is great foreshadowing for him kissing Leia on the yes, forehead yeah. later. Yeah. And of course that whole line about you know him saying, Oh, you're always looking to the horizon. Oh, we stop. first stop. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> mean. Nancy, I didn't even think it. about it that way. Stop it. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't do it. <laughs> you're not sorry. Ryan Johnson, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Listen, the first time we see Luke, he's looking into the twin suns. And the last time we see him, he's looking into those goddamn twin suns. And Yoda's right. He's always looking to the horizon. And screw you, Ryan Johnson. I hate you. Podcast over. <laughs> okay, well, they cry. We're going to talk about... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yes, that was that was a perfect scene. And, like, the music is wonderful. And, um, like... And the trolling about the books was genius. Yes. Oh, yes. So good. Yeah. Page turners. Uh, they uh, were not yeah. like, yeah. And also, like the fact that Ray has them, and he's like, "Oh, she has everything she needs." I know. <laughs> it's like that. The wisdom in those books she already possesses. I'm like, "Oh, she's pretty. She's yeah. pretty wise." No, she just has. No, them. she literally. <laughs> has them. She just literally has them. <laughs> and and yeah. and I'm literally burning it out of the street, so yeah. you can't find out. Yeah. About <laughs> one of the things I, I I heard on a another podcast, I can't remember which one it was, but they were talking about like, um. Or maybe I just read it. Someone was reading people talk about it. Like, what did, how did Yoda like change his opinion so much between like the original trilogy and what we see in the last? Oh, Jedi? that was a uh, Daisy Geek Girls. Okay, yes, it was. Props to them. They have a good show. Please, Please go listen, listen to, to their show. Yeah. It is a, it is very very good. But the but the but the thing I disagree with was like Yoda ha- watched. Return of the Jedi, presumably, saw what happened, saw that they were wrong. And, like, I I feel like after all that happened and just reflecting on 
you know, the the end of the Jedi Order and the Empire, like they had he they, he had a lot of time to think like yeah we we were wrong about a lot of stuff and uh yeah i mean Luke, yoda knows from experience that that failure is a great teacher because he failed a lot yeah i i, I, I wish we could have had more Jeez. of that scene i wish we could have had more of that scene of just them talking about like yeah like we failed a lot with your dad and with you <laughs> and and so don't feel bad because we sucked with your teaching so <laughs> mm-hmm. I've I've I have rarely had an urge to write fic. Do it. Do it. I will, Do it. I will say that <laughs> the rest of Luke and Yoda hanging out there, I want to write. Do it. That scene. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I love how we're all such enablers. That that that'll be a lot happier than the fic I'm writing right oh, now. Oh, shut up. I mean, they're just gonna talk about Zuvio the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. And Yaddle. Don't forget Yaddle. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's... Back to the First Order. Yeah, let's move back to the First Order because Rey, Yay! you know, she uh, she she goes to uh, confront Kylo Ren. I will say that I loved that, like, throughout the movie, they're, like, Finn is... Con- Finn wants to get away because he doesn't want Rey coming back and getting hurt. And then, like, every time, like... Ray is asking about the resistance. She's like, check on Finn. <laughs> and she's like, if you see Finn, yeah. tell him. Yeah, that's perfect. And I'm like, I, Aww. I love I loved that little touch. I loved it so yeah, much. It was cute. They care about and, each and other. I, and I love that we will never know what no. Chewbacca said. Exactly. That she's like, yeah, say that. Yeah. We'll, n- we'll never know. Yeah. Makes me mad. I want to know. <laughs> So Ray, you know, goes and she's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to turn Kylo Ren from the dark side. And it, Luke was right. <laughs> it does not go the way she thinks. Thank goodness. Um, How about that? That. So, yeah, that scene was incredible. Um, every time the I've whole seen, throne room scene is just ugh, so every good. time I've seen the movie, people cheer when Kylo kills Snoke. Adam um, boy, very nice. proud of you. And I will say that while many of my predictions about the last Jedi were wrong, I totally called Kylo killing Snoke and taking his place. Boom! I never get anything right, and I'm really proud of myself <laughs> because I said, "Listen, if they're he's either going to be good by the end of the movie or have taken his place because." They have to do something crazy. And this was it. <laughs> they all did of it. My em- all of my Emperor Hux theories were wrong. <laughs> I mean, they, so were, they, were, they were almost right. <laughs> so close. <laughs> you just needed to shoot faster, Arbitage. Just back. But yeah, that audiences okay. always love that blaster scene. Too. Yeah, yes, that, that's o- that's okay. Uh, Hux can still be uh, Supreme Leader Kylo's personal consort. <laughs> I've read that fic. Oh no! <laughs> Several times. Oh but no! I just like, the I, Kyle expanded knows what it's about. I so. love that scene because it's like you know you get all of the oh no what's gonna happen. Kylo kiss Snoke. Everyone's like yay! They have this really super awesome fight where they work together, and then Ray's like, "Tell them you can save the fleet," and then he's like. Nah. nah. And and like I'm good. She's like, 
oh no, don't do this. And I'm like, what did you think was going to happen, baby? Come on. So, yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to Ray here. I had... <laughs> shout out to your girl, Ray. I, I had a revelation. Oh, oh God. Hey. So, oh, don't groan. That was a good pun. No, I'm groaning. So this is a moment where Kylo Ren is reaching out his hand to Rey and is saying, join me. Mm-hmm. This is the precise moment where the truth of Rey's parentage is hitting her full force. Um, father figure number one, Han Solo is dead. By the father boy figure, in front of her. <laughs> right, like she watched it happen. Father figure number two, Luke Skywalker, has rejected her completely. Finn, the only other person she knows and or cares about, she doesn't know if he's alive or okay in any way. So for her, her to, in that moment, which is like literally like her weakest emotional moment ever, to immediately say, don't do this, is just like, it says so much about her character and who she is. And I feel like people haven't been talking about that enough. I agree. And that's why I was, I was really annoyed with Luke when he was like, you went straight to the dark. And I'm like, no, but Ray is a pure ball of sunshine and would never do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a great scene. And, um, you know, I was just like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then she reached out for the lightsaber, and I was like, yes! at a girl! Thank God. Um, so, while this is going on, we have Rose, Finn, and DJ sneaking into the ship and getting captured, um, failing yawn, spectacularly. Yawn, 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 yawn. Do not yawn, they look damn good. <laughs> I, I mean... Lots they of look, look damn really good. good when doing boring things. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Heath? You can sit there in your wrongness and be wrong because that teal first order officer uniform is a thing of beauty. I mean, as I said, they look good. That doesn't mean they were doing <laughs> interesting things. <laughs> BB90 was there. Yeah. Uh, and um, can we all appreciate John Boyega? Yeah. Like, yeah. boy, made that. First order any, lieutenant uniform time. looks good. <laughs> um, so they fail, they get captured, um, and I love when Hawks is like, oh, he's he was telling the truth. Wonders never cease. <laughs> I just want to say I appreciate that Hawks had more to do in this movie. <laughs> same. I like Hard him. Name. I'm sorry. Um and we get, you know, they're they're captured. We get the return of Phasma, uh, barely, <laughs> and um, everything just comes to a head because we have the this whole resistance subplot where they're trying to get to crate, and then meet. They're picking off the ships. Holdo turning around. We have Ray and Kylo, you know, reaching out for the lightsaber at the same time. We've got Finn and Rose almost ready to be executed. And then all hell breaks loose. Um, Holdo jumps to hyperspace, tears the ship apart. 
the lightsaber literally tears apart. And, uh, yeah, it was that part I thought was fantastically done. All of those three things coming together and that just kissing fingers of the light of the light speed <laughs> jump was so good. Oh, God. I'm still not over that. That was oh, such a good scene. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I love when they're all like, she's she's running away and Poe's like, no, she's not. And at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, I know what she's going to do. Like Now yeah. Poe can figure her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Poe. Oh, Jay. <laughs> For a minute, I thought we were getting Hammer, you know, Hammerhead Corvette. Bring me a Hammerhead Corvette. <laughs> well, without the Hammerhead, but like I thought yeah. we were getting 3.0 of that. It's be like, again, really? And then it was so much better. So much better. And yeah. again, props to Ryan Johnson for dropping the sound. It reminded yeah. me of the, the bombs, the seismic charges in Attack of the Clones, but like mm. much more drawn out. Um yeah, the the noise that you hear when the sound comes back is very reminiscent of the seismic charges. Yeah. Yes. So after this, we've get um, you know, Ray sneaks away, and uh, Finn and Phasma face off. Finn and Phasma and BBH face driving off, an ATST, which was great. When it, when it's is this when we is. Is now when we stop pretending that Phasma is an important character. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Pro- probably, but still more badass than Boba Fett. Are, what? Yes. Are, 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 are we d- we're done with that whole, like, oh, Phasma thing now? It's, it's done? I mean, I feel like I she like served... I like her, but I feel like she served a purpose. Sure. And she was never yeah, like, gonna be, like, a huge character. Like, okay. No, and I, I think part of that had to do more with Again, fan expectations because sorry guys, but Lucasfilm is always going to use the bad guys in their sweet ass armor to market things yep. more than the light side. Like in it, in their sweet ass familiar armor. <laughs> yeah, well it's that and like I'm sorry, matter of fact, Phasma's armor looks cool as heck, and people are gonna gravitate more towards something like that than they will a resistant soldier in their Awful, terribly tailored uniforms. Um, That's how you really feel. <laughs> oh, they're bad. They're they should be considered a war crime. Um, but I mean, I think that again, like everyone's like, "Oh, Phasma was so lame." I was like, "She was in the Force Awakens to do what she needed to do." Like, we just expected she would have a big role. And I will go ahead and say that I thought the shot of her eye in the helmet was badass. That was and good. I was just like, this is a good shot. It I appreciate this. It was very reminiscent of Rebels. Yes, and I'm glad we never actually saw her her whole face. Like, yeah. I'm glad she, she didn't take her helmet off. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, we get... Um, uh, so, they they escape. Um, they make their way to Crate. Which which was a great moment when they're like, wait, 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 it's us, it's us, it's us. And Leia's holding a rifle, which she should do all the time. Underrated moment, Leia firing a rifle in that scene. Yeah, that was great. Um but we can't, you know, we can't overlook um Kylo waking up <laughs> <laughs> and uh 
you know, Hux going for his blaster, <laughs> which I think I leaned over and said to Brian, oh my God, Bria must be losing her shit at this. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> well, especially because then it got followed up with like, I love him Kylo going. choking Hux, which I will not yeah. repeat my initial, my well, my thought during the second viewing, because the first viewing yeah. I went, well, it's been nice, Armitage. <laughs> Bye. My, but then my... I, it was. Then it ends with, okay. uh, children, your kink is not my kink. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> my favorite part of that scene is when Hux just goes, what happened here? Because <laughs> it's so realistic. <laughs> He's just like. I'm telling you, that poor boy needs a nap. He's like, what? What the hell went on? What? I left you alone for two seconds. <laughs> And then he and he just lies, flat out lies. The girl killed Snoke. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry. Hux does not actually believe him. Like, let's be oh, clear about that. Of course. No, he's not stupid. No. Um, and then, you know, the 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 Supreme Leader is dead. Long live the Supreme Leader. <laughs> I'm like uh, uh, th- this, by the way, is the scene that launches all the fanfics. Of course. But I'm like, that's not gonna last long, especially after the end of this movie. Mm. Okay, so um, then we get the Battle of Crate. Um, oh my god, it's a total Empire Strikes Back ripoff? Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Priya. Not that, actually. <laughs> I'm just mocking people. Just a little salty. Uh, oh. oh, damn it. Jay. 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 I love that guy. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. That was good. I love that guy. Oh, oh, it that sucked. was a good pun. That's a good pun. <laughs> yeah, really? because it wasn't. But all... Revelation isn't. Come on. <laughs> no, Come on. I love Revelation. Had literally everyone go heat at the same time. <laughs> I love the it's salt guy. <laughs> it was smart. Like this is not snow. It's salt. Yeah. Um. And Gareth Edwards. I was like, hey, it's Gareth Edwards. <laughs> um. But I, I also love the shot of a made of Major Emmett. Um just because like he was in some of the uh Journey of the Force Awakens books and I was like, Oh hey, he gets to do something. He's still alive. Yay. <laughs> um and it was a cool shot of him like looking. Um so they all do their whole last stand. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I missed a very important part, you guys. Yeah. Poe reuniting with BB-8. <laughs> I like uh, that he pets up like a dog. <laughs> the, so the, belly, the belly rub is yes. so good. He's like, Ben, Rose, it's you're not so- dead. Where's my droid? Where's my droid? <laughs> Who's a good droid? Who's a good droid? BB-8, you're a good droid. Mm. The belly rub is just... Mm. I think... Did you just kiss your fingers, Heath? I did. I did. Yeah. Just so good. So they they are they are you know they they're not in good good state on crate they 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 have these skim speeders and I mean their their plan doesn't go again like this whole movie everything fails they don't take out the cannon um they a bunch of people die <laughs> and they are basically at their all is lost moment um. We I, we do get really great shots where um, the Falcon shows up to save the day, and um, 
Kylo's line is wonderful. <laughs> they really hate that ship. Blast that piece of junk out of the sky. I love that he calls it junk. Um, like his uncle. And, uh, yeah, they, and then they're like, they hate that ship. <laughs> that, and that, when they go through the mines and they play the, uh, TIE fighter attack music, that was, mm. that was a good callback right there. I, I was, I liked it. So yeah. apparently people are mad about that. And I'm like, how can you be mad about that? They're mad like, about oh, that, was this, that yeah, callback? the callback. And, yeah. What? Why? Why? People, people on the internet just angry. Maybe they okay. secretly hate Star Wars. I don't I'm know. I'm so confused. But that music has been a callback because it was the Tie Fighter attack. Then it was used during Death Star Two attack Jedi. when yeah. they are actually going through the tri- when they're going through the superstructure, which is very similar to what that shot was. So yeah, and, and, it makes and it made me sense. think of Star Tours too. Not just the fact that you do this in Star <laughs> Tours, but also the fact that like the original Star Tours also gives you the Death Star attack music when you're attacking the Death Star. Yeah. I love I love that. I'm sorry, people are wrong. Yep. Wrong. We already knew that. Yeah. Um I so and we get um now we can talk about Rose and Finn and the scene that made me very nervous <laughs> and upset. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Finn was gone. I did too. I yep. really did. I, thought- I was like Oh, God. Even though Ryan Johnson had spent the entire movie subverting tropes, I thought he was about to play Death Equals Redemption straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, then I kept just thinking, dying is easy, young man, living is harder, and going, no, why do I do this to myself? No. Oh. I, also, I also thought Finn was going to die, and... In retrospect, given what happened immediately after, I think that would have been for the best, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I just, like, I felt very emotional, and John Williams did a really good job with the music of making it feel like he was about to die. Mm -hmm. And I, like, prepared myself for it, and I was like, this is, like, a good way for him to go if he's going to go. So I, like, I was ready for it, and then it didn't happen, and then the stupid kiss happened and I was like, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I have, I don't know. I don't know what I think about that whole thing. <laughs> okay. Devil's advocate. That's going to be me. Even though I believe this, yeah. uh, everyone knows I really don't care about romance in the stories, except for Hera and Kanan for the most part. <laughs> but like that didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. If I mean, let's I, start with number one. That was like the chastest kiss I've seen in my life. Yep. And yep. number two, like it was literally just like a press to the lips. Like I, I feel like I've actually no, I'm not gonna finish that sentence. Um, I to me it felt more like number one, she had had that hero view of him from the start, mm-hmm. and I almost feel like you know she had that point where she got to be the hero and mm-hmm. she saved him. And I think that was what was going on in her head a little bit of like, I don't think it's, it was fine to me. And I think a lot of people are trying to be like, oh, they're going to turn it into a Finn, Rose, Ray love triangle. And I don't think they will. I I really don't think they will. I didn't even read that. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Ray is going to have any romance. I think think this is their attempt to like give Finn some romance, given that Ray's not going to have any. 
I mean, if anything, I think it was just, it was sweet. Yeah. I mean, that's how it came off to me. It, it, it was sweet and they cared about each other and they had been through something. I think. And I think, it, yeah. I think maybe, I think, I think maybe the kiss, the kiss didn't necessarily bother me, but it was, I think people get the wrong interpretations of that scene because of the kiss. Like, I I didn't get it as a romance thing. I got it as, like, a love as in the love we have for each other as people, as humans, you know, as yes. people fighting right. the First Order. Like, I, I had no problem with the line yeah. that she gave. It was great. It was, like, the kiss that was, like, that was a little... Yeah. yeah, it's causing like, people to misinterpret the message or the lesson. Yeah, yeah. But also, but I do feel like I, I was, I was having a moment where I was like, I don't know if I like this, but then I was also like, okay. But also, like, I don't know if I am comfortable saying, oh, I'm so sick of romance and movies and all this because I remember an interview where John Boyega was, or like they were talking about how John Boyega turned to Kelly Marie Tran and was like, we are making history right now. And I'm I'm assuming they were talking about that scene because you don't really get that with, you know, characters who are not white. So right. I don't I necessarily that, like, want to want to jump to saying it shouldn't have happened. I, mm-hmm. I do think they could have, if it is supposed to be romantic, they could have set it up possibly a little better. Um, yeah. Right. Like, but. I will say that I didn't feel any romantic connection between those two characters leading up to right. that moment. So it felt a little out of place, but also if there's going to be some romance in the sequel trilogy, let's have it be an interracial couple where neither of the two people are white. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. If it's, I, like, if I, it's same sex couple, uh, if, that's great too. <laughs> it, if it, if it ends up happening, I'm here for it. Yeah. I just I didn't I didn't feel anything leading up to that moment that was like, yay! Oh, she kissed him, finally! Like there, it it just like felt a little yeah abrupt. It was a very it was a very lovely thing that she said though, and I think that was yes. like that's very much the whole point of what they're fighting for. Um, and I was my my feeling was oh good. Thank God Finn's not dead. And then, oh my God, Rose, please don't die. <laughs> if they had killed Rose, I would have freaking oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was very afraid for a second. I was like, they they can't do this. This is yeah. going to be bad. Yeah. And, but I'm, I'm glad they didn't. Um, And then, you know, they, they all kind of go back inside. It's their all is lost moment. Leia even says the spark is gone. And then, bum ba bum Nancy finally gets what she wants. Oh, God, here we go. We're getting to the good shit. Oh, oh shit, what up? It's that boy. Here come, here come Dad Jedi. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I'm totally going to Photoshop Luke writing in. Yes! Uh, in oh, yes! No. Yes! <laughs> I really need. Oh no! I really need high res screenshots of Luke on crate because, like, I've never. That, so let me just say that there are so many memes that I have like <laughs> in my head ready to do. You can't. But waiting for the spoiler period. Like waiting no, for the Blu-ray. Like, I I feel really guilty using like screener or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. No, definitely. The the one thing I let myself do was Kylo as SpongeBob SquarePants. I, 
I'm so I traumatized. I'm <laughs> like, for that. I'm both. That, that one could not wait. That was urgent. <laughs> I'm both. I'm really excited for my birthday Photoshop this year and also really excited for next year because I know Heath won't be able to do what he really wants to do this year because it's right, too yeah, early. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for those like, who don't know, Heath had to wait an entire year to Photoshop me as Ray holding on the lightsaber because my uh, birthday's in January. <laughs> oh. So. I, have, I have so many memes ready. And yes, one of them is Luke riding onto Crate in a unicycle <laughs> with the caption, oh, oh shit, what up? It's Dat Jedi. <laughs> this is oh, great. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So Luke shows up. Um, him and Leia talk, and at first, like I was wondering, does anyone else see him? Because it's really just him mm. and Leia talking, mm-hmm. and we don't have to go over their conversation again because it's like a knife through the damn heart. No, let let's let. <laughs> okay, let's. So the first thing they go, they both go to talk at the same time, and she says, "I know what you're gonna say." I changed my hair, which uh, is the same thing Han said to her in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yep. And apparently Carrie added this, yes. this reference. God, I'm going to miss Carrie's script doctoring so much. And Luke's, yep. Luke's, you did, it, it looks nice. Again, him being funny. Okay, t- guys, I totally forgot. We missed the best part of Luke being funny in this movie <laughs> during his first lesson with Ray. <laughs> Yes. That's the force. Yes, oh, you must be really strong. The look on his face when she reaches out, he just rolls his eyes like, oh my God. And then he smacks her and she's like, oh, you meant reach out. And he just looks like, you think? I was like, thank you, that, my camel background faces. It was so good. That was when you learned he's truly Yoda's apprentice, mm-hmm. Yoda's yeah. successor. It was great. But yeah, like specified. (laughs) But so like him going, it looks good. Like I would just made me so it made me so happy that their their first like that their reunion wasn't like angry or like, you know, bitter. It was just bittersweet. And she's like, I'm just glad you were here at the end. And he's like, no, I you know, I came here to face him. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys are doing the Return of the Jedi talk. And it's the same music, and I wanted same music. I oh. wanted this to happen so badly, and it did, and I was the not mu- prepared. <laughs> the music cut me so deep. Yeah, as uh, soon as I it just, started, mm, I think okay. I just like I was already holding Brian's hand, but I think I just squeezed, and I was just like leaning forward, like making some really weird sounds. <laughs> I still can't feel three of my fingers. <laughs> Here, here's how you know that scene worked really well emotionally. Mm-hmm. My wife, who is not a fan, right, ha- has obviously seen all of them because of me and like knows the plot and everything. Mm-hmm. That scene made her cry. Aww. Like I-, I was like sobbing, <laughs> and I looked over. I looked over, and like she was wiping tears, and I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, like th- they did it. Yep. <laughs> they did mm-hmm. it." Stuck the landing on that one. Um, yeah. So then they, you know, they they have the conversation, and you know, she's like, "I wanted, I held out hope for so long, but I know my son is gone." And then he says, "No one is ever truly gone." And then the music oh. switches over to Han Solo and the princess as he hands her hands her the goddamn dice. Mm. Mm. 
Uh, Can we take a moment to appreciate they turned the stupid dice gag into a painful dagger? It was the the dice and, better and, better and show up in solo. We, we are going to see those dice. They better. In solo. Oh, they hell better. Yeah. They oh yeah. Better. Um, you know, you know, it's going to yeah. be like. A I'm thing really glad now. that they kept like they had references to Han without it, like hitting you over the head with it. Like, right. he, he was it, there. It was never like, oh my god, Han Solo is dead. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't want it mattered. Yeah. 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 Um, and she had an Alderanian morning braid I in her know. hair. And I just... Oh. oh. Um, so the other moment in here that... So Luke, Luke gets up to leave. The music starts, which if you have not listened to the spark from the soundtrack, it is like the most incredible thing. And I just listen to it on loop all the time. When he gets up and he, like he see he stops in front of three PO and three PO goes Master Luke and then Luke winks at him. My friend was sitting two seats down from me and she goes, "Yeah, there was a noise when that happened and I knew that that was the because <laughs> 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 I was just kind of like, oh my god, because it was such a Luke thing to do and I loved it and then and then later I was like, wait a minute. Is he winking because he knows that 3PO knows? Um, and I like to think that, yes, because I think that 3PO can figure that out. Yeah, I like. I assume that was the case, too. Like, 3PO is, like, scanning for life forms mm-hmm. constantly, I just, like, assume. So, yeah. like, he, he sees Luke, but can sense that, like, yeah. there's nothing actually there. Yeah, and he's like... So 3PO is like... He's like, wait, what is happening? And Luke winks at him and, oh, like, don't, like, shut up, don't say anything. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, okay. And I read something that Leia also knew that it was. She has a look, especially like when their hands hold, I think that suggests she knows. Yeah, Yeah, she knew. Um, And then. I I hope she knew. Yeah, I think she did. Um, And so then he um, walks out of the base and, like, I don't think I noticed it the first time because I think I was just freaking out too much. But the shots of all the resistance soldiers like standing up standing and looking up up at him. And mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is everything I've ever wanted. And like just the shot of him right? walking out like, with like, that music. Those resistance, oh, my God. Those resistance soldiers, literally me. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, literally. They probably all grew up with stories of Luke. Yeah. Right? And they're like, oh, well, like, yeah. Poe, like I, I'm kind literally. of sad. Me. I'm kind of sad Poe didn't actually like get to talk to Luke, but like, like, so I have this, I have this quote on my in my pinned tweet. It's from the Vanity Fair, uh, you know, Star Wars issue from back in May, and it's about Luke Luke Skywalker and Oscar Isaac talking about these scenes they were filming toward the end of the movie and like how it was like you imagining what Luke would become. And that was pretty much the only thing that was keeping my hope up for this movie (laughs) is because I'm like, okay, but what was Oscar Isaac talking about? And after I saw this, I was like, that is 100% what he was talking about because he was literally in that position of watching Luke Skywalker walk out. Um, And then it's just like, he's just standing there and there's that shot of him and Kylo is like... I want every gun we have to fire on that man, which is a perfect delivery. <laughs> I yep. love it. And the look that Hux gives, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why? And then they do, and he's like, that's enough! 
Do you, do you think, think you, you got, got him? him? That was the best. So Another meme good. that I'm very excited to make <laughs> oh, is God. Luke walking out onto the battlefield with Eminem's Guess Who's Back? <laughs> back oh, again. God. <laughs> Shady's. <laughs> oh my God, I love you, Heath. You're a menace. Uh, but I yeah. like, I need the Blu ray. There are so many I memes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, so the whole time that was happening, I was like, this can't be how Luke Skywalker dies, right? It can't. It can't. And then the smoke clears, and he's still there. And Kylo is like, what the hell? And then Luke does his little brush off of the shoulder, and I almost had an orgasm in the movie theater. Wow! <laughs> almost? <laughs> oh, I... I was still too nervous at that okay. point. Yeah. Okay. Subsequent yeah. viewings, baby. In, in April, you for, for sure will. <laughs> wow. This took a um, turn. This took Brian, a turn. Brian, Brian, you're going to need to leave the house for a day when the Blu-ray comes out and just I give mean, her the space she needs. is my husband, you know? Wow. <laughs> so that was a great scene. Moving on, guys. Yay. No, okay. I tried. Okay. Sorry. So then Kylo <laughs> is like, I'm going down there. And Hux is like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I did not yep. do that. Nan- wow. Nan- I didn't do that. Phrasing, phrasing. Bring me down to the planet, and Hux is like, maybe we should just not, we have them blocked, and he's flings him, and the guy's like, right away, sir. Poor Hux, such a punching bag. Mm -hmm. That poor man. Oh, I also love when Kylo gives the order, and then he yells it. So good. I want the fact pop for the uh for that pilot. Yeah. <laughs> the, right. Yep. Okay. Done. Uh huh. Sure. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, they they have their lightsaber fight, which is very much like the um Obi Wan and Maul fight from Rebels, but a lot better in my opinion. <laughs> I went there. Sorry. <laughs> Um, just in the fact that Luke doesn't do anything aggressive. And we realize why, because he can't. But, like, the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, he's he is defending 100%. He's not even trying to attack him. Um, and he just has these great lines that cut, like... Um, of course, the, the main one is, strike me down in anger and I will always be with you. Just like your father. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That was a good one. <clears throat> um, and then Kylo, we, you know, the resistance gets out thanks to the crystal foxes, which we didn't even talk about the freaking porgs or the crystal foxes, really. That's but, fine. Porgs don't need to be discussed. They're food. Yeah. Oh, I like them. They're cute. They're, They're food, cute. and I'm glad they were not. They served a purpose. Heavy handedly as I thought they would be. Yeah. No, I thought they served a purpose and like the yeah. the the um because they, they distract Chewie while Luke sneaks onto the ship. And then the, the crystal foxes, you know, they, they help them get out. So that was that was good. Um we get a nice, super nice moment with 
Ray moving the rocks and then her and Finn hugging, which was so sweet. I loved it. Um, and then Kylo has had enough and Luke pisses him off with that father quip and he runs him through and I'm gripping my armrest going, oh God, wait, wait, what is happening? Luke can't die this way. And oh, no, wait, Kylo ran right through him and I went Excuse me? <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> Surprised white guy. Dot yes! <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and I was like, wait, is he doing a Loki thing? Like, is he there somewhere still in the base? What is happening? And then um, when they cut to Octo, like, every single person in the theater gasped. Um, mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that that just happened. And then uh, Luke has his famous last words, which I will never be over. (laughs) See you around, kid. (laughs) So good. I don't know if I can think of any better mic mic drop than that. It's so good. And yeah. he's like, it's so hot in the way he says it. And you know, he did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yep. And then nothing bad happens. The end. <laughs> <laughs> he. And then in, in episode nine, Ray goes back to Akjo <laughs> and Luke is there. Yeah. And yay. Woo-hoo! Nothing bad happens. Everything's fine. Those... He dead. He's super uh. dead. He's not dead. He's one with the Force. Old Jedi don't die. They just go away. Here, like... So, this is my one thing with this movie. (laughs) It is... It's a movie that you have to watch at least twice. Yeah. Because when you watch the first time, when you get to the part where Luke actually dies, you, you are, like, you're just done. Like, you are... You have already reached your emotional limit with that scene. <laughs> I'm spent. Whatever happens in this movie after this moment, I will not register. Yes. Like, y- you go from, holy crap, Luke is here and holding a lightsaber. It's happening. To, oh my god, he's facing his apprentice. To, oh my god, his apprentice sliced him in half. To, oh my god, no, he didn't. Oh my god, he's still on the island. Oh my god, he's actually alive. It's like... By the time it gets to the fact where he actually like disappears and is dead, like it just it didn't register for me that that that's actually what happened. Like I, w- I was I was done with yeah. the scene. I I couldn't I could not process anymore in that scene at that moment, which is why I think on my first viewing I like it didn't land at all with me. Yeah. Huh. I can't say I had that problem. But yeah, it, it was just it was too much of a like back and forth roller coaster situation. And there were too many ups and downs where the fact and then when it got to that point. I had I just couldn't go up and down anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I, w- I was done. <laughs> I was I was I mean, I, I will say that I I agree with you. At that point, I was just like, oh, my God, are they go- or is it going to happen? Like, because I knew where they were going 
and I just I was dreading it so hard and mm-hmm. like that's why that's why my first reaction was if they had to do it I can't think of a better way to, for them to do it but I don't know if I like it yet um yep. and then like watching it the second time I'm like okay obviously that's the only way it could have gone and I think like Luke has learned you know like it's the here and now what's most important and he can he can serve that best as yep. a force ghost not right like here and i was i was too caught up in my yes kylo didn't kill him because he's still on the island he's still alive yes me too and that makes me so happy i was too caught up in that to process that he then actually died (laughs) i yeah i agree i was just like oh my god he's not gonna die oh wait no he is gonna die okay question for both of you then yeah did Mm -hmm. you guys pick up on the no, you're not doing this. The effort would kill you. The no. significance. Okay. No. Because no, that was a good question time. because I not caught that rent. line. Yeah. yeah. So I think that I, might have helped because I, I caught that line and I was a little bit more. So as soon as I saw him floating, I went, oh, shit. Yeah. Round, round two, it stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah. That mm. line. But round one, <laughs> nope. Not Bri- even a little bit. So I asked Brian, I was like, what was your reaction when you when you saw that? And... You had a really funny answer. I don't even remember what I said. You said something like you like you thought it was really cool, but you were really worried because <laughs> you knew what it meant, and you were very you were very <laughs> concerned about my well being. <laughs> yeah, he's a good husband. He's a good husband. <laughs> he's very worried about me. Uh, so I, like- need, I needed the second viewing so I could have one without worrying my wife was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Could you so so we I used to joke saying that like if I had been pregnant like I would have had to get spoilers so I didn't like go into labor. Could you imagine if I had if I actually had been pregnant? Like, you would have gone into labor. I would yeah I would not have been able to handle it. Like I, my blood pressure would have been sky high. But anyway, yes, it was so, sad. <laughs> I am as I think you all know like a total Luke Skywalker stan. Like what what. My right no. surprise. <laughs> my favorite fictional character of all time. I did not cry when he died during my first viewing. Same. I, I, I mean, I, like, technically, I, I was already. Crying. I like. I physically could not process that. That's what was happening. Yeah. Uh, Heat's brain be sodded at that point. Yeah. It was. I was broken. I was I, broken. Yeah, this I, movie broke me. I didn't cry that at that moment. I I was already crying, um, but it was I, I, the last time we went. Actually, the fourth viewing, I actually cried the most. I think I cry more and more each time mm-hmm. I see it because it yeah. goes from like super high, like this is awesome, the most amazing thing I've ever seen, to whoa, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, but um. So, yeah. But I, w- I will agree with what you said that having now seen it three times and like appreciating it for what it is, if they're going to kill Luke, this is the way to do it. Yeah. And I, I think like what brought me around to that, there's that one shot early in the movie where Ray looks down and sees his X-Wing in the ocean. Ugh, yeah. And that's the most, like, I don't think... I think it's lost on a lot of people that that's the moment where you realize like Luke has no way to get off this island unless someone comes to get him. Yeah. 
like they didn't show that X-Wing as foreshadowing that the X-Wing would show up again. Mm-hmm. They showed that X-Wing to show you that like he has made up his mind that he's not leaving. I came to this island to die. So so once Ray leaves, he he has no way to go. Yeah. Like he he's stuck on that island. Mm-hmm. And and his conversation with Yoda is yes, his come to Jesus moment where he's like, Okay, we can't lose Ray and I have to do something. Yeah. But he's also like physically stuck there. Right. So what he does with the force projection and the sacrifice of what I'm doing is going to kill me, but allows these people to escape. It's literally the only thing he could do for the resistance in that moment, but also like the greatest thing he could do. And like, what better way for Luke Skywalker to go out? Yeah. Because he, 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 he spoke earlier of like how all this happened was because he was Luke Skywalker, a legend. And like, he doesn't want to be that. And like he literally becomes a legend, and he's fine with this because he knows that's the best. Which way. Which we see in the next scene with Broom Boy, because yeah. <laughs> that's the best way he can serve the galaxy is to be to yeah. finally accept his destiny and become this legend. And like yep. I realized it like after another viewing or like maybe my third viewing that no one in the no one in the resistance do- realizes that's not him. Like, they have no reason not to know. Like, they have no idea what he actually looks like. Um, as far as they're concerned, that's what he looks, that's what he still looks like. They know Ray left yeah. to bring him back. And they see, they see her. He's, and they're like, okay, well, he must have come with you. Um, so, like, they're literally spreading the story around the galaxy of Luke Skywalker's last stand on crate, which we see with the yeah. kids talking about. Um, which... I was kind of like iffy on that scene, um, but thinking about it that way, I'm like, I I appreciate it as like a continuation of this is what that this is what Luke stand on crate actually means. Yeah, um, and I've been I've been going through the art of book. Yeah, it's good. and they toyed with the idea of having an actual scene where Ray comes across the ruins of his X wing. Mm. And it's, like, a little more obvious that it's not flyable. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because on my first viewing, when Finn is about to die. Yes. When a ship comes out of nowhere and hits him, when it panned back out, I was expecting it to be Luke in the next wing. Yeah, like, me too. I literally thought, like, okay, here's here's where he shows up and saves the day. Yeah. Um, On repeat viewings, you see that X-wing and you're like, shit. Like he's okay. he's never leaving, and I get that now. Okay, well, um, so yeah, we're actually um, running out of uh, space because we talked so long on this podcast. <laughs> I I am literally running out of hard disk space right now. <laughs> oh my god! Can we can we talk about? Do we have time to talk about Broom Boy? Yeah, we get one we minute. Got time talk for, about Broom Boy. We got a minute for Broom Boy. Oh my god! Okay, Broom Boy is everything I love about Star Wars. <laughs> Just a random kid who is force sensitive and like doesn't know what's happening to his body, but has like sent some things happening around him, including seeing Rose. And he looks up and sees a ship going by, and he's like, That could be me flying across the galaxy. And it's just like, I literally hear Leia's hope line from mm. the end scene of Rogue One at the Stop end it. of that movie. And it's just like, Mmm, mmm. 
it's everything I love about Star Wars. Uh, that's what I have to say about Broom Boy. So yeah, that's the Force of or the Force Awakens. <laughs> that's the last Jedi. <laughs> we we were also going to talk about where do we go from here, but honestly, I think we could probably do an entire oh, episode. That could, yeah. that, could that. A, that could be a that could be a whole episode. That yeah. could be a whole episode. Agreed. But uh, as we're coming up on two and a half hours and <laughs> the last gig of sp- our, the last gig of hard disk space I have, <laughs> we should probably wrap yeah. there. We had a lot to say about this movie, so uh, yeah, thanks every thanks you guys for uh, coming on. And uh, can you all just give us your uh, places on the internet? I feel like everyone should know mine because you know Tashi Station. <laughs> also at Chaos Bria. At Admiral Jello, and I'm at eleven thirty-eight. I'm at Heasty Williams, and I also host at Rogue Padron. Awesome. Well, we will go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, this episode of Tashi Station Radio has been brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. Uh, head to Tashi-Station.net to uh, click the link and help support this show. On Twitter, you can find us with the handle Tashi underscore station. That's the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. On Facebook, we're the Tashi Station Network. We're available on the iTunes Store, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, do leave a review. Just help us grow the show. Uh, you can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. Thanks for listening to another episode. We will catch you all next time. Bye. Maybe more speed. podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Draft Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters. Oh, oh, oh.